0: Welcome to Media Memoirs 12. This is the podcast where we talk about the media that we have consumed in the past piece of time since the previous podcast, which in this case was on February the 7th. So a couple of months, a couple of months. Where are we now? March?
1: No, that's 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 not maths, mate. I don't think that's, I've got that Wait, I've <laughs> lied to you.
0: I've lied. Yeah. I've lied. I've I thought, think that's, 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 that, that wasn't that I think it yeah, I don't I even it was remember it was us doing January. It. Okay. I, yeah,
2: <sighs> I thought it was January because we did wow, favourite games and music podcast. Yes, it well was January. Done. It
0: was January. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I uploaded a few old
2: after- podcasts.
0: Now, uh, now no, no, I'm giving no, that. That is <laughs> the best way we've ever started a podcast. That is amazing. <laughs> Yeah. I did a couple that's of archives a... podcasts and one was on February the seventh, the latest one, so that's why I thought it was February the seventh. Uh, was yeah. that
2: Insomniac's bad
0: day? <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Insomniac. Uh you know, I listen to some of the shows. Yeah. No, you can't say hello to him, JMO. <laughs> no. I... Can't of... <laughs> say <laughs> hello. No. Oh dear! But yeah, some of the old shows. We've been. Uh, it's obviously our tenth uh, anniversary this year, right? And. Uh... <laughs> And so we've been doing some archival podcasts from previous years going up on the feed. So if you're interested in hearing what a dick I used to be, then... Uh, used to Those, those are... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice.
2: Poor Benny goes out for drinks with you. I feel sorry for you, Ben. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, listen, I listen back to some of them and I'm like, God, just shut up, me. Stop interrupting me, <laughs>
2: Anyway...
0: So yes, it's March the thirteenth, and we have been consuming media. How are we all doing? Pretty, Pretty great. consumed.
2: Yeah, I'm very good. You, Hello, business. All this,
0: all this
1: media, you know, it's just it's just filled my time. Has it filled, you filled my your time with media? I'm ready to <laughs> unload. <laughs> you're
0: ready, you're <laughs> wow. ready to blow your yeah. media load. This is this is. You know? <laughs> we've renamed the podcast media video. unload yeah media well, unload <laughs> I'd
3: like to
0: good well thank you for joining us we hope you enjoy the show this has been quite a haphazard beginning but uh when I is know it ever not haphazard? <laughs> that's true <laughs> uh joining me fucking hell i haven't even introduced you joining no, me God. of course are uh, nazara nation wait wait nazara nation hello, hello. Uh, J-Mo. hello, and uh, Invader Sam, hello, and God, I'm Mr was... Monday, your host.
1: That was that was brilliant, guys. That really <laughs> yeah. was that re- that <laughs> well, ran see, really smooth. We were all on yeah. cue, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: It's almost like we could, yeah, we could plan what Will was going to ask us.
0: Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's so, almost
2: like <laughs> we actually had a proper introduction.
0: Oh, then that's. That hey being serious. Well, you yes. see, I thought that, you know, new listeners might not actually know individual voices. So I thought I better do that at least once. Just once. You know, yeah. I probably should do it every episode. But, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're days, so generous. Mate, where, yeah. Well, we were so organized that we had, we we even had pre-show notes, you know.
0: I only God. did have a book in it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was...
1: Yeah. At least I mean I, I, at least you did it for Brick and it, Mate. I mean Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're more important. <laughs>
2: Poor It's, a, yeah. it's the high calibre J- Yeah. I know. See he Cross only does it for J- high calibre J- high calibre episodes. You
0: know, yeah. are J, J- and yeah. <laughs> V was always the odd boy out, you know, <laughs> compared to Audio Fire. And now, you know, media memoirs still taking a second fiddle to <laughs> <laughs>
3: So it <English. laughs>
0: <laughs> now, but I love you see,
2: well, just you see, Medium memoirs, It may you may say it takes second figures, but this is the main one. This is the main but, pod that's carried on going.
0: You see, this is, this is all true. The other this ones
2: just came along here and there, I came and
0: go- <laughs> They've come and gone. We are the four. It's like we <laughs> fucking survived. <laughs> We're <laughs> still <laughs> fucking here, aren't we? <laughs> Ten <Four>. years. <laughs> is it 10 <laughs> yeah it's definitely it's definitely 10 <laughs> definitely 10 not 11 is it no yeah, that'd be no, crazy definitely not I do think I don't know if did you guys enjoy the new logo for Media memoirs? Well, because I, I, I think it looks really mate, I don't notice these things it's because you don't fucking it's listen beautiful. to the podcast you're not even subscribed are you Ben yeah that's, 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 that's liar just, <laughs> I just don't <laughs> notice these
1: things mate we need some continuity mate
0: yeah this is it this is like cause... this is it this is the one
1: for at least a year,
0: <laughs> people I give it will be a few looking months.
1: for the old logo and be like, "Oh, I guess they're not doing it anymore."
0: What's that, Sam?
4: I said, "I give it a few months before you change it again."
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Man. I just think it looks good. It's looks, it looks smooth. You just can't you know? help it, mate. You just have well, to. You know, <laughs> you have to fiddle with it. I like to fiddle. You know, I like mm. to
1: fiddle.
0: Right. And then after a fiddle, yeah, we I'll know you like database. to fiddle.
2: Yes, you fill all the time.
0: <laughs> anyway, bloody hell, cool. where are we?
1: Let's go. What on, are we right? what oh. doing?
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, who wants to go first, Ben?
1: <laughs> oh, is it my decision?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa!
1: I think that could be Ben. <laughs> yeah, is it, is it me? It could be you. Yeah. Do
0: you want to go first, or do you want me to pick someone? No, oh. I was just—I was just giving you the illusion of choice. Yeah, You're know, actually but... not in control. No, I know, know? <laughs> but like, I, I like
1: the idea of like letting the other two like sort of you know worry them guess... a little bit. Like, oh, I, I guess... might actually be me first.
2: Oh shit! Look,
4: I got notes. I, I have notes. With
2: time, I. So I am you scared. have notes. Oh man, I've got nothing prepared.
1: <laughs> God, call themselves professionals. You've got a better
4: memory than I do. <laughs>
0: okay
1: well i mean if it's if it's gonna be me then let's just fucking get right into it we've got to save the the best for last
4: so we thought you could go first now that's
1: just (laughs) you know what i think sam should go first (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, right okay well i'm going to be talking about some games is it only is it exclusively games? It's just movies? games. Yeah, I have not only really games. I've not really like watched anything. Have you not? Really. Not I mean, consumed. I, I mean I've movies. consumed some like I've I've like I mean I guess I've <laughs> I've recently finished the US office, which was great. But oh you know it's God.
0: That's like yeah. what an experience for you? I'm a bit jealous. Right? That you I be able to watch those for the first. But you'll enjoy now watching it over and over again for the rest of your life. So. I've already, mm. already
1: started watching it again as well. So <laughs> <You> <laughs> never stop watching it. Yeah, just can't stop watching it. Um, I mean, I've got to start off by talking about obviously one of the big, big games that came out. Yeah. Uh, when did it come out? Last month? Month before when, when last? Did it came when did it come out? out? It was
2: the beginning of
1: February, wasn't it? It was the yeah. week
2: after.
0: Yeah, because it was the week after we... Pokemon. Uh, like really confident that he's he's, he's guessed what, what he game he's He hasn't, Ben's though, talking because about.
1: I'm talking feel... about Pokemon.
0: Django's <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> mind is just on Elden Ring yeah.
1: constantly. I've already yeah. told him that I haven't played it yet. But he's he's, yeah. he's he's sure that I'm going to talk about Elden Ring. He's sure of it. Tricking just tricking him. He's
2: <laughs> tricking. I'm checking now. Oh yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, obviously Pokemon. Pokemon Legends Arceus. I mean, it's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it?
0: Is it Arceus or is it Arceus?
1: No. It's Arceus. Is it?
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Thank uh you. It was. uh widely debated wasn't it what it actually is and then i think think they 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 say
0: i think or something yeah
1: yeah 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 um i mean i I guess
0: like i before
1: when did i start playing i'm just trying to think about because i i haven't really played that many pokemon games since like dime uh not diamond uh platinum i played like platinum way back in the day on like the it would have been the three it would have been the ds but i played it on my 3ds because you could do that obviously
0: no it wasn't, obviously wasn't it on the
1: ds anyway
0: does
1: doesn't, uh, it doesn't <laughs> no, it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't but then like recently i just like i just just started playing all of the bloody more recent pokemon games so I, like i blitzed through like sword and and brilliant diamond and then obviously now Uh, Arceus Um, and I guess having just having just played Sword and Brilliant Diamond and then going into Arceus it was kind of a quite a nice like change because you know Sword you know was a little bit I don't know when you look at like the difficulty i guess the the, the big old oh, conversation about the about difficulty, the old difficulty yeah really i mean weird. sword was sword was obviously quite easy and then it was nice to then go to brilliant diamond and be like oh yeah okay like whilst it's still you know quite easy like the the uh, the elite four and the pokemon champion at the end are, are very difficult mm.
0: um,
1: but obviously like for people that haven't played arceus it's very it, <laughs> i was going to say very different it's not like super different from from the, other the dna Pokemon. is there isn't it yeah DNA, yeah DNA um it's like kind of like i don't really want to say it's open world it's more like semi-open world or like open world areas more it's so open than,
0: world in the same way that dragon age inquisition was yeah world. exactly
1: like it's it's more like large areas it's not like open world like breath of the wild or whatever yeah there's the first uh mention of breath of the wild by the way let's have a little uh sort of <laughs> bingo.
3: yes know, don't be. worry yeah yes, we have um
1: but i mean when i first got into it and you first sort of start playing the game i mean it is very very slow like yeah, it is extremely good. slow and very handholdy and like it took like a good 2 hours or like an hour and a half of gameplay before like you properly get sent out into the first open world area and you properly feel like you can you know actually play the game yeah. um and i don't know i guess pokemon games are a little bit like that anyway but i was expecting maybe to be not as for it to be not as hand-holdy as it was but <laughs> Once I got out and I started this this gameplay loop, it was amazing. I I was just absolutely loving the changes that they'd made. One of the big things that I'd noticed was like just the pace of the game, like how like you can just be in a battle, finish it, and go. Like it's in the past, obviously you, you you'd obviously get a little cutscene, like going through going through grass, and then oh look, a wild <laughs> Chimchar has arrived, and then blah blah blah, and then all this text, and you have to sort of keep mashing A to go through all the text and you do all your, your battle and stuff and it all just felt like you were button mashing to just yeah. you know keep going. So the fact that now you can just you know you're just running around and you can just get into a battle and go. And you, and it's all it's all the sort of quality of life changes that they've made have been really good, I think. Um and I think it's 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 it makes the gameplay loop really fun. It makes it sort of really continuous and, and, and quick and you can just keep keep going about your business and, and keep exploring. Um, I think I, 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 I didn't really get at first what the sort of agility and strength moves sort of was about, but after sort of playing around with it, um, like for people that don't know, so you obviously have all the normal Pokemon moves, but then you can, once your Pokemon like gets to a certain level or some sort of prerequisite, it, can then use that move as either an agility style or a strength style. So, if it's an agility style, it does less damage, but it's faster. And then, obviously, the strength move is. Sl- I think it is slower. No, it's, yeah,
0: yeah. You, I think you have less of a, you, you lose a turn, don't you? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like you, well, well, yeah, yeah. I think the turn after. It, 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 this is the thing. It's a little bit like doesn't really explain what happens. It's all to do with the the speed of your your Pokemon but i really like that because actually it has these sort of moments where like because you can see you can see the turn order now if you sort of um i think you just you have, to, you have to activate it to to see it but you can see the turn order now um and so it sort of shows you then like oh okay if i do do an agility move i'm going to get two two turns in a row but i, I really liked all of that because it, it again it can make it so that you know you can say oh yeah i could you know, for fuck's sake, another bloody Bidoof. Okay, I can just <laughs> you know don't, don't
0: hate on Bidoof. Yeah, I, I mean, but
1: it gets to a point, doesn't it, where you get, you get you see one too many Bidoofs, you see one too many bloody geo dudes, and then you just want to kill <laughs> them
0: all.
1: You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. but yeah, I think the gameplay loop in general in in general is really fun. Like the resource gathering fighting pokemon really sort of you know quickly and um, ex- and this the general exploring is it's it's all really addictive and and mm. like i said it takes a couple of hours to get to that point where you're in that loop but it's 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 a really nice change and even just like thing things like um you know the way that the xp comes up at the end and the way it tells you that uh, a pokemon's evolved or it's leveled up you know it's all it all happens in one motion rather than clicking through text like in the old Pokemon, so
0: oh, think... evolving is great. Mm. Oh, and the the, evol- the evolving Pokemon,
1: stuff yeah. is great as well. Yeah, yeah the yeah. the sort of animations and stuff. And I think it. I think the game. I, I love the fact that it lets you choose now. Even just a, a bog standard evolution, it lets you choose where, when you want to evolve. So it'll say yeah, if yeah. you're ready to evolve, but you don't have to. Well, in the past, you'd have to like mash the B button or something.
0: Yeah, when, to
1: stop it. Just to to stop it, and then obviously I can't remember if you'd then be able to 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 actually evolve them after that if you do cancel it. But I really like that, that they let you choose now. So it's, there's been so many quality of life changes, and I think just this whole really fast paced gameplay loop is going to be hard for them to then shift away from this system. Like, well, I don't they, think they
0: are. I don't think they are because I, I don't know the what next...
1: their their plans are with Scarlet and Violet. Well,
0: it looks very similar to ours, yeah, yeah. doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know whether they're gonna whether this is just the Pokemon Legends gameplay style, mm. or whether they're going to go back to the more classic sort of text based, you know, style of the old games. But anyway, um, and obviously there's the, the the alpha Pokemon as well, which I think is a nice sort of addition. Um, it sort of adds a bit more challenge, and um, you know, there's sort of like mini bosses. And it's quite cool as well. Like towards the end of the game, I was, I sort of had my team and I was like, oh, I'd really like to have everyone as like an alpha version. So having these huge versions of like a, I don't know, like a cricketot or something, you know, it's like having a giant badoof is, is there's something quite satisfying about about that. But so that's I really do like cool.
0: How, how like the, the, the size variations are illustrated because I mean, some of yeah. these Pokemon are absolutely massive.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: but you know it's
1: it's 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 really good in a lot of respects but there are some quite big downsides to it as well i mean i think the big thing that everybody was talking about was obviously the graphics um
0: i just don't uh, I, uh, yeah the graphics are shit and the yeah. frame rate can get really shit yeah which is you know It's a Nintendo Switch. I'm surprised you're
2: saying that because I think sorry, I'm surprised you're saying that because from what I've seen on the videos and stuff like that, I don't think it looks
1: like compared to other Pokemon games. I don't think it looks too bad. I think I think that the problem is, it. I I I thought that as well when I was watching like trailers and, and things like that. But when you're actually playing it and you're running around Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of open world games like semi open world whatever gameplay where you're just running around and you and you do notice just how barren a lot of the a lot Mm. of the world is um just like just like the lack of just some details you know on the roads and and just it and in the distance like the draw distance And 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 the thing is a lot of people have said oh it's because the switch is crap well Sorry, get your bingo cards out because Breath of the Wild <laughs> you know,
0: I, think, I think the difference, yeah. think the difference yeah. there is that you know Breath yeah. of the Wild is a Nintendo developed game, yeah. you know, highly polished game, whereas you know, Game Freak do not have yeah. that reputation for they uh, do, and it comes perfect.
1: across here, doesn't it? It really it, comes it, across it does. It does. that this was there was minimal effort in the world building. Mm. Um which, but but like I said, it's not like a huge thing because like because the gameplay yeah. loop is so much yeah, fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it's not a massive thing, but like, you know, you look at what, you know, and that is fully open world breath of the wild. And that is a huge mm. map and yeah. the amount of detail and, and how pretty that game is. It's obviously got its own unique art style. Yeah. It's not super realistic, yeah. but, then, but it's still going
2: you know, on it as well. Just what you're saying, the the switch can run Witcher three, you know, and you can play it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. See, so, you know, um, that's an absolute powerhouse. That game. There's, you know, even the Xbox One struggles with Witcher Three at times. Still.
1: Yeah. So I think to say that it's because of the Switch is is silly because that that the, there is ways to get some really good stuff out of the Switch. Um yeah, yeah, I, think, I think it's a game freak
0: thing rather than yeah, a, yeah,
1: hundred yeah. percent. It was minimal effort. You know, like even the character the ca- they spent more time on the character models than they did the it's more it's more the environment isn't it really yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's sure. that's the biggest thing and 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 like i said it's when you start playing it for a long time you you start to notice the lack of detail and it becomes a little bit boring sometimes like mm-hmm. especially when you that, that, that the next so the second and third areas that you go to i wasn't as interested in because they are a bit more bland and brown
0: and the second area in particular well, that's where i am at the moment yeah i haven't played as much of it as you have but let me tell you the second area really is getting on my nerves because yeah i wish that I for some reason i wish imagine if we just in real life drowned in like two seconds <laughs> if we fell in water <laughs>
1: you know Things, what you need to do is you need to progress the story a bit more because you'll well, get your. I, I understand that. I understand, to help you I understand
0: that, but still.
1: I know. Still. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's just like barriers for the sake of you know gameplay mechanics. It's hard to that, run
0: around on my little little yeah. Pokemon horse yeah. in that area in particular yeah, yeah, yeah which is which is causing me some irritation. Yeah. And you <laughs> is know, there a flying Pokemon you can use? There,
1: there, there is. It's it's more towards the end of the game, though. Wow. Um, Uh, And there's a, there's, 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 I think there's five mounts overall. Um, But yeah, like there's a, there's a few other things that sort of one of the big things that sort of, it's it's, it's not big, but it became a big thing when I was doing all my side quests was like, just, just let me highlight multiple quests at a time. The fact that it, you know, it only lets you highlight one quest is just so infuriating, especially if you've got loads of quests to hand in, in like the main village. It's just like, oh, just let me highlight them all so that I can just keep going on so I don't have to keep, you know. They'll do like loads of really good quality of life changes for like the combat and stuff, but then there's like this this really simple overlooked thing, like just let me have multiple quests highlighted so I can keep so I can keep out of menus, you know? Yeah. Um and I, I have I mean invert, big inverted commas here, finished the game
0: sort of. Um, is it just the main story, the main yeah, what, but what, what the, what the class... ending is
1: really weird. So the credits roll, and but there's still so much story after the credits roll, and like the 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 game is called Arceus, and the Arceus stuff doesn't come until after the credits roll, and it's like <laughs> what? That's just weird, and and um, it's just there's just there's just it's just a weird place to have the credits and and there wasn't any sort of equivalent um battle um that was like the elite four or and the Pokemon champions you know until after very... the credits yeah so so I I played and I got to the credits and I was like oh there was no like big really challenging battle and then you keep following these quests and then all of a sudden it just springs on you. There is this really hard battle which you know, is actually really great, and it catches you off guard. So actually, it you know, you're actually not as prepared as you 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 think you should be. Um, and it took me quite a while to defeat this this um, this final or defeat this final Pokemon battle. Um, but it's just it just seems really weird, and like, I can totally see people watching the end credits roll and then putting the game down and not seeing all of this stuff. That's after the credits. Mm-hmm. Just, just mm-hmm. a, just a strange design decision, I think.
2: Well, do you think they tried to be
1: what? Sorry, so when,
2: when, when Monster Hunter,
1: you know, the last Monster Hunter, the credits roll. Yeah, but it's different. It's, it's very different because I think people going into a Monster Hunter game know that there is that end game, sort of. Yeah, there's more to stuff it. in Monster Hunter. They know yeah. that. Whereas in a Pokemon game, every time the credits roll, that is it. Yeah. the game's over and then hmm. you know it's it was just it was just it's just an odd sort of place to to put some credits when the game wasn't over and then there's there is a really ridiculous prerequisite to like properly finish the game and, and actually see what Arceus is you have to basically catch every single Pokemon and to do that like there are some crazy sort of Monotonous quests that you have to do, and and it's just like I, I was just like, oh, do you know, what? I can't, I can't. I'm not, I'm not that interested to see what Arceus is, so I'll just look it up on YouTube, and that's that. You know? <laughs> because otherwise, it's just going to be, you know, a, a huge slog, and I didn't want it to be a sort of a big thing that would make me then not like the game, because you know, I've said, I've said that there's, there's obviously some negative sides, but. Overall I really, really, really did enjoy this game. Mm. Um and I think I think basically they just need to take what they've got here. They've got a, a really good core gameplay loop that they just need to they need to add a bit more depth, make it a bit more like Breath of the Wild, <laughs> add a lot more RPG elements. That's bingo call number yep, three. That's number three. <laughs> um yeah. and just and just I think I just I, I hope that they're gonna just put a bit more effort into the world building because you know they've done they've done everything right with, with the Pokemon battles and the new gameplay. They just need to add a bit more, a bit more to the world because it becomes quite monotonous. And then you get to a point like I, I did, where the, the second and third areas I just wanted to skip through them because I was just oh I just want to you know I don't I don't like these. And then they and then I got to yeah. a, a snow um, biome. Uh, area and that was I was a lot more interested in it because it looked it was a lot different and it was a, li- a little bit more interesting. So yeah, it's it's a really good start for these obviously these led these Pokemon Legends games and like you can tell that they're gonna do maybe quite a few of these Pokemon Legends games because of the story and like you know you can see that they're gonna go to different time periods in the Pokemon um, lore so. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it is really really good, and it's definitely one of the best Pokemon games I've played for sure because it's just a lot of fun, and um, it's just they just need to iron out the, the the downsides, and it'll be a really really incredible like whatever the next one is like you know we uh, we don't really know too much about Scarlet and Violet yet, do we? I think they're I think I they sound a lot no. more like they're you know traditional, traditional games they're not going to be a, yeah. falling under the the legends umbrella of of games so mm. yeah we'll see when we i mean
2: it's, it's, it's done done really well. Well. we'll see it's done really well i i oh, yeah. remember trying to get hold of a copy of this mm. and everywhere i went for two weeks i couldn't get hold of it in the end i didn't purchase it i went and bought a few other things instead but yeah it's really. It's probably been one of the most successful Pokemon games for quite oh, yeah. a while, and Pokemon games do release quite readily.
0: Yep, yeah. I think. I think it's because uh, tr- the, the differences yeah. that made it made it very kind of um, yeah popular, and I and I think now that that's happened, they won't be able to get away with it again. No, no. Kind of definitely not. <laughs> They have to put more effort in for the yeah, next one. For guess,
1: sure. but, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: I really like it. I wouldn't say it's my favorite Pokemon game of the recent releases, but maybe I'm just too old school. Because my favorite is probably Shining Pearl. Oh, controversial.
1: Ooh, oh, but Ooh. Uh, yeah, I really
0: like. I like Shining Pearl. Maybe, maybe I just prefer that kind of classic. I mean, I do really like the new, the new game. I and, think. And I, yeah, systems. I think I
1: prefer the roster. The the roster in Diamond. Mm. I think mm. I do prefer the Pokemon roster in there. But
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm here for all Pokemon games. You know, I love them all. Yeah, they're all great. Love a Pokemon. Just, <laughs> just, just, yeah, yeah. Put, put it, put it into my eyeballs. Let me consume into the veins,
1: <laughs> into the veins. Um, yeah. So uh, once I finished that, I was like, hmm, I could get Elden Ring, or I could play some of these <laughs> bloody games that I've not finished or or played. Yeah. Um, so I, I did go back to my PS4 um and i was like hmm I, I i i maybe it was because i'd seen um no way home quite recently i was like oh i might just play spider-man spider-man again i'm just gonna play spider-man again <laughs> so i so I did, yeah. I did i did i did play through spider-man again um and nice. I, I and obviously because jamo's just told us pre podcast that he has got spider-man and a ps4 now so yep i'm not going to yes. obviously talk too much about and it Grand I most seven
2: as well Yep,
1: yeah um but i do think <laughs> that okay, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> i do i do think that this is one of if not one of the best spider-man stories that we've that we've had i think it is it's it's you can tell it's such a labor of love from insomniac um they i i don't think they could have done much better (laughs) when they made this game this is like the second time i've completed it and i actually played the the dlc this time as well which which was which was okay you know it was it was quite fun to to play some some different stuff but the game itself is just i mean i can't wait for the second one um and i I still need to play miles Morales as well because I, i mean i could get it on ps4 I kind of want to play on PS Five, you know, because, you know, it's going to look pretty, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, think... it's got all the ray tracing stuff,
2: hasn't it? It's yeah, got all so... the proper reflections and everything. So, I've,
1: and, 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 and and you know, it's it's got such a great selection of villains, um, and I love that it's it's sort of set in in a time period where it's an older Peter, yeah. so it means that you know he's working with Doctor Octavius and 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 so you get to get all that story and stuff so i love all that and and you know they do a really cool thing with the sinister six um and just just the gameplay the 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 web swinging and 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 just the 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 fighting and just it's just so good it's just the best spider-man game like that they've ever made it's 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 hard to 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 fault it i mean if i was to give it maybe a one criticism is that maybe there's there's a few repetitive sort of side missions but you know when you have such a fun web swimming mechanic and and the gameplay loop you just gloss over that so so easily um so i went back and i played that and that was a lot of fun to go back and, and play because like i said it's it's one of the best Spider-Man stories. They they did such a good job of it. Um and 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 finally I'll just finish on um another game that I actually bought my PS4 to play it. Like I remember when I saw this at one of the E3s, I was like, oh my god, I need a PS4 for that. And I bought a PS4 mm-hmm. and I and I've only just started playing it because I think at the time when I bought my PS4, I, I actually got Spider-Man and I got Last of Us. So I was playing those and then I got sort oh. of into some other games that came out yep. at the time as well. Um, yep. And that's Horizon Zero Dawn, like the the first the first Horizon game. I've started playing it. Um, I got it for free. Uh, it was like there was a, a free deal or something um, that Sony were doing. They was, They were basically just giving the game away for free. So I was like, I'll just grab that. This um, was, like, yep. a few months ago. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. And, yeah, I can't believe I've waited this long to play it because <laughs> it's incredible. I, it, it's one of those games where you look at it and you look at the world that they've created. It is it is visually incredible. And you think, God, yeah, the PS4, still, still, it's still got a lot, you know, to give. Like, it's one of the prettiest games I've ever played. Um. And it's just, it's just stunning to look at the, the environments that they've, that they've made. It's an incredibly interesting looking world. And, and you, and you, you wonder like, well, why, why is the world like this now? You know, what is the law behind what happened? Why did the world, you know, turn, turn out like this, you know, um, yeah. everywhere you go, you, you see things and you think, oh, why, 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 is that? Why, why did that, why did that happen over there? And, you know, and all the machines, you know, the, the designs are all amazing, um, and just the fights, you know, every single machine that you fight is it's a completely different um, sort of. You have to you have to do a completely different strategy for every single machine. Find out what they're weak against, and 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 which weapons that you, that you've got, uh, you know, which ones are going to be good good against them, and which which aren't, and it's it keeps this 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 incredibly interesting and engaging gameplay loop that you just keep coming back and you keep wanting to just hunt different machines and it's one of those open world games where i i just get so distracted like i i whereas like like i was saying with pokemon with arceus i got to the second and third areas and i was just like oh i just want to get through the the story missions because (laughs) there wasn't really anything Whereas with this, I'm just like, oh what's that? I'm gonna go over there. Oh, I'm gonna go do that. Oh, I'm gonna go do that. And I'll, like the twenty hours in I've only done like one story mission, you know.
3: Yeah. So
1: it's it's that sort of incredible world and everything is just gorgeous. I mean, the only downside to the sort of graphics and or, or the, the actual engine itself is probably the facial animations are sometimes a bit a bit janky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they yeah, they're really, really janky. I, I, I oh, hopefully, yeah, we
0: can give all Horizon a pass, but Mass Effect Andromeda gets fucking railed for it. Yeah, yeah but that idea. was that was, you know,
1: that, that was that was a moment yeah. in time. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a moment in time. But yeah, I, 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 I hope that they've probably improve that for forbidden west um but yeah i think it's just it's it's so addictive and it's one of those i just love running around and just absorbing the world that they've created and it's just i i I can see myself playing this for so long and just doing all the side quests and all the little sort of getting all the collectibles and things and it's just yeah i highly recommend jmo um you pick this up as well because it is
4: one of us
2: yeah i've I've, (laughs) i've looked at it this is the thing so Obviously, I picked up the um, the PS4 this morning before we started the podcast, so hence everything's all installing at the moment. And to it or to the listeners, I actually traded loads of retro games in because I wanted Gran Turismo Seven, and yeah. But there's there's a whole list of um, PS4 exclusives that I want. I want to play God of War as well, and yeah, obviously, yeah,
1: me too, and
2: the game as well. Pokemon, we go back to Pokemon. It started a run of pretty much a February silly se- season with Horizon Forbidden West, which mm. is playable on the PS4 as well as the PS5. And apparently it's been a run amazingly on the PS4. So I'll be picking that up as well at some yeah. point. You guys yeah.
4: are making me want to go buy a PS4 just so I can play it again.
0: It is also available. I could play it. I could play it. It is available times. on PC as well, yeah. yeah. It is my yeah. favorite
4: game of all time and I'm so glad that you finally yeah. one of you have played it. What do you think of the yeah. story so far like when you know when you find the um, like the audio logs on yeah. the different I forget what those things are called, but like her device that she the wears, focus. Yeah. the focus, right? What what yeah, do you think, think... so far?
1: So far, I've kind of, obviously I don't want to give too much away for JMO because he'll play it one one day. Yeah. But I've got yep. to a point where I've gone up to the top of the big skyscraper and gone to that guy's office. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen some, I'm basically trying to find out who this woman is in the, in the you know, um, in the sort of video logs and stuff. Um, but I I just, like I said, it's like, it's such an interest. I, I just want to know what happened because mm-hmm. ev- all these little sort of, they sort of drip feed you these, these little sort of, like you said, like these audio logs and these, and you think, oh, okay, well, why, like what the hell happened to humanity? Like, why did the world end up like this? And starting to sort of piece together, like what happened? And it's just, yeah, it's so, it's such a cool idea. And I just want to, yeah, it's like, it's like, I want to know more, but I also, oh, I want to go over to that place over there and, and go and kill that monster. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I, and I love Aloy. I think she's a, she's a great character and, I, and, and it's just, yeah, it's so good. And I can't believe I've waited this long to, to play it, but in a way, I'm so glad that I'm, I'm getting to play it now.
4: It's, um, I'm not going to give anything away either, but it like blew my mind when yeah. I finally like put all the pieces together. Yeah, it's yeah. it's great. It's great. And I'm really excited for you to be able to figure out what happened. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and of course Ooh, don't I'm forget that looking... the uh, don't don't forget that the Lego set for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn comes out oh, next yes. month. You can yeah, I'm to, gonna uh, buy it. All right. Was it the right, is it the, uh, the tool neck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. So cool. i gotta uh, have it. it. For more information on that, of course, you can listen to our sister podcast, Bricking It. Also available on uh, your podcast. Oh god! He's
2: He's done a plug. Uh, Yeah, that was was merciless. Merciless.
3: Yes. You guys are all trying
0: to go set, and I'm like, no. (laughs) Must (laughs) advertise. (laughs) Oh god!
1: Yeah, it's so cool. That is one I'm definitely going to have to purchase. Yeah. Yeah. I've just been
2: looking online to see how much. how much a copy of it will cost me? I can get a second-hand copy for six pounds. I mean, so it's, I'll be ordering one right of them. Now.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, it's not yeah. that much at all. I'm definitely going to have to no, buy it.
1: It's not at it's all. Yeah.
4: I mean, the yeah. Lego set. The Lego set's worth it. I got. I, I got to have it. I have
1: can't. you played the um Why? the DLC, Sam? The Forbidden No the I, Frozen um, Wilds.
4: I had it i played some of it but i didn't finish it yeah. um and i don't have a ps4 anymore so I'm, I'm i really might just have to go buy one you know
1: do
0: it <laughs> <laughs> it's the re- it's the return of the playstation 4 <laughs> well no one can get a ps5 so they're making they're yeah. making more ps4s for longer than they expected really? because of the ps4 wow. 5 shortage yeah. yeah yeah
4: i don't even care about the ps5 anymore it makes me so upset that they're like no
3: Like
0: how could they do this to us, Sony? (laughs) Uh, So, Ben, what's your song for the week? I don't know. Uh, Oh, you've not even thought about it. For goodness' sake! I'll just go for something classic. Then let's let's go
1: for let's go for a bit of Fleetwood Mac, and we'll go for Gypsy Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac. There we
0: go. Okay, and you can listen to that on the uh, playlist on Apple Music and Spotify. Lovely. Lovely. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, hmm. Do you want me to decide? Sam, Sam do you want to go next? Tr- I can make the decision. Yeah, Sam, yeah you I'll go, go next.
4: next. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I
2: okay, think Sam so. should go next. <laughs> yeah, good call,
0: <laughs> call <Yeah>, Jamon. Uh,
3: <laughs> <nice laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks,
4: guys. I am I'm somewhat prepared this time. I have a whole page of notes. So let's we'll see how it goes. Nice. Um I'm gonna talk about music. There's two Ooh. new albums that I've listened to. And Will's gonna talk about one of the things I want to talk about, so I'll just hop in.
1: I, when he... I have no idea what that could possibly do. I know. Do. <laughs> you don't even, you know, even from here, do you? You know.
0: Like so <laughs> I'll just
4: talk about a, a movie that we watched as well. So I'll start out with music. So one of my favorite bands of all time, Ghost, released an album uh, two days ago, three days ago. <laughs> and I have listened to it multiple times already. And it, that is called um, Impera. And. This album has, like, they first released two songs, one called Hunter's Moon, which was, like, for Halloween Kills, it plays in the end credits. And as much as that movie sucked, I thought it was pretty cool that one of my favorite bands <laughs> had a <laughs> had a song in the credits. And another one was Call Me Little Sunshine. So they released those, and I was just like, oh, cool, they just released some singles. I didn't even know that they were going to be released in this album. <laughs> because i don't pay attention that much to stuff so they just dropped this album on my head and i was like oh my god new ghost new ghost um have any of you listened to ghost
2: i've got well i've listened to a few tracks because my mate he's australian aren't they is it they're they're swedish they're swedish okay so when my friend was working in australia he became a massive fan of this ghost because one of his friends recommended him to him. So I've listened to a few tracks from some of their previous albums. And you know what the thing is, they don't do, they're very sort of atmospheric. So yeah. they mm-hmm. they do many different genres. Obviously they've got the rock stuff, but they've got the ballady stuff, but then they do like almost some beats in there as well, but it's all sort of atmospheric and it's quite large in sound.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so I've listened to a few yeah. bits and bobs.
4: Yeah, they I'm hadn't re- released anything. I'm sorry. Oh, I've
0: also listened to some bits and bobs in the uh, automobile with you.
4: <laughs> you're forced
0: <laughs> to. And I've listened bits and bobs as well. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're welcome bit.
1: Um. Bits yeah. and bobs.
4: Anyway, this was a very nice surprise for me because they hadn't released anything um, since their EP, Seven Inches of Satanic Panic and that was like 2019 so I was really excited anyway um, so this album features like Opeth, a guitarist from Opeth Frederick, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Ickeson so I don't know if he was just if he's part of the band now or if he was just featuring on this album but nonetheless it's amazing Um, all of their albums kind of like have a there's like a theme to them and this one was, um, the album cover is very steampunky. And this one kind of is like, it revolves around the idea of the industrial revolution. Um, and and basically, it's about like the rise and fall of empires. They have these two songs called uh, Griftwood and Twenties. Like, Tobias is really good at um, kind of... Picking apart society in their songs, like the whole band's thing is like they're satanic, like that's their thing. But they point out a lot of like social issues and political issues as well. Um, Fuck Trump. Really? (laughs) Yeah, their song Griftwood is actually about Mike Pence. It's like, um is it really? Yeah, yeah. Um (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. But. It's yeah. it's so good, and I'm starting to think that Tobias might actually be a prophet. Tobias Forge is their front man. Um, he's had several like alter egos, like the. Sorry, I can't words right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: like their whole thing is, their lead is like an anti Pope type of thing, and he's he's been. Like it started with papa um emeritus and then the second and cardinal copia is who it is now but it's all, it's all Tobias forge but he has these different characters um but i'm really starting to think that he's like a prophet because prequel which released in 2018 was kind of centered around a plague
3: Wow! So what's coming? What's,
0: what's coming next? What's coming next? According to yeah. According <laughs> to <Gay?
4: laughs> the, the rise and fall of empires, like their song 20s, oh, kind of no.
0: talks. Oh Jesus! Yeah,
3: <laughs> well, 20s yeah. is Jesus, like that. Is <laughs> yeah, it's
4: yeah, it's crazy. Um, 20s is a song that's kind of about like, um. It starts out with like this fanfare sounding music and it was so weird when i started listening to it cuz i was like what is this it's like trumpets and i was like what is this? sounds like a marching band but it's kind like of like a party song but it's like let me look at the lyrics so i can tell you guys i can like explain what i'm trying to say
2: <laughs> they've got they've got some really cool outfits as well they've got yes. really cool outfits yeah
4: I've seen them in concert one time, and they put on an amazing show, too.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, so, yeah. Their song 20s is like, it's kind of like a party anthem. And I also think that this song kind of uh jabs the finger at Trump a little bit, too. Like, calls them out. Because one of the lyrics is <laughs> in the 20s. Mm. We'll be grabbing them all by the hoo haws
0: <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear you Oh go. my God. That's it's a bit saucy isn't it
3: Yeah
4: <laughs> um, But 20s is probably I think that's going to be the most popular Song on this album Anyway it's really good I, I think you guys should check out Ghost It's Every oh, song no, gonna... to me is different It's like like, Seven Inches of Satanic Panic kind of had this, like, 70s rock vibe that kind of reminded me of, like, like Journey, almost. Um, and then this one, they do a lot of instrumental songs, too, so it's not all lyrics. But each album is, like, a totally different experience, and it feels like you're, like, tripping
2: through time, almost. Yeah. That's the thing, there's, like, a prog side to, and they, they can be a little bit prog-rocky at times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm yeah yeah that's good that's good like oh there we go imperia i'm gonna add it to my playlist on apple music
4: cool cool you'll have to let me know what you think
2: yeah definitely definitely i love the cover art the cover art is really cool yeah
4: yeah um but i i love music that means something and i love when artists take the opportunity to um to bring to light social issues that none of us can, like, amplify in the ways that they can, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I appreciate that about ghosts, is that they're just like, they're like, this is what it is. <laughs> hmm. So, yeah, that was the first thing I wanted to talk about. Um,
2: That's and a then there cool was album. another. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to listening to that.
0: It's not really my kind of music, but that's what makes uh, Sam and I so great together. Is that I'll be bopping out to Selena Gomez, uh, which is completely different.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm. it's true. You Maybe can they could tolerate.
0: do. That. Oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> I can tolerate. I, I, I can definitely. I can. I can definitely yeah. tolerate it. It's not. It's not like it hurts mm. me. You know, it doesn't hurt my soul to listen to it. You Whenever know, someone like... says, "I can tolerate it." <laughs>
1: Oh, I think God, I can Jesus. Yeah, you know I think what's I, I think
0: I can do more than tolerate it. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I, can, I can listen to yeah. it, right? I don't hate it.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can tolerate it and I can sit through hours of Eurovision.
0: Yeah, uh, so you even even so, even so, even even so.
4: <laughs> You have to sit with me in a car like a few hours a year. <laughs>
0: I mean, Eurovision. I mean, if you look at it in the big picture, it's only a few hours a year.
4: We're not even going to go there. As
0: you can tell, our relationship is very evenly balanced. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We support
4: yeah. each other in different ways. When it comes to music, Will's just a snob. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't understand culture.
1: It's so <laughs> refreshing to hear somebody else say it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've Listen, known King. this for years about Will, but we're glad that <laughs> someone else has <laughs> recognized
1: him <laughs> as well.
0: He knows I love him. <laughs> it's true.
4: So, yeah, that was the main thing I wanted to talk about. The other album, there's not really that much to say about it because um, it's a lot of instrumentals, but it's Sylvain's new album called Nova. And she's like this, uh, I think she's Norwegian but her albums are usually like kind of like black metal but also like really ethereal like i listened to this album when i was work at work and um just really like centered and focused me because her songs are always really like really vulnerable with her lyrics it's like just like getting a look inside of her yeah. her psyche mm-hmm. But I would recommend that. I would recommend you guys listen to that, too. Really, really emotional and just bare. I talked about ghosts for a long time. So let's move on to the.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so me, Will and I watched this movie um, on Netflix. You guys might have seen it, but it's called Don't Look Up.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't Look Up. I haven't seen it yet. Is that the one? I've heard the something moon. about this. Yes. Is it that one? No, no, it's the moon no, it's this
2: uh, No, don't look up. I've heard about it. It's
4: got Leonardo got like... DiCaprio and Jennifer. Yeah, Lawrence. yeah. Jonah Hill. Yeah,
2: it's, it's about Muteau, isn't it? And it's the hurtling towards.
0: I know. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's that was. Ugh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> like
0: it was completely insane. But
4: it's so true. It's so true. Like, I really think this movie is kind of just like, kind of just like points out that I would compare the meteor to like climate crisis and how people like we have specialists and people, even like something like COVID, we have scientists and specialists and people who know what they're talking about that are like, this is going to kill us. I'm trying to tell you this is going to kill us. They're just like, ah, We'll shoot some guns out of it, you know?
3: <laughs> Blow it up.
4: Blow it mm. up. Um, and just about the greed of our um, our leaders and how, I mean, <laughs> how they represented the American government, I mean, it's like mm, top-notch.
0: Yeah, if like Armageddon was how is is how like the government might react to this kind of scenario happening back then. Don't look up is definitely how oh, they really? would react to it between the yeah. years of twenty sixteen mm. and twenty twenty.
4: <laughs> just saying, a bit like Fuck that wrong.
0: Greenland film. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely worth the watch. I think if you have the time,
0: it's good. It's good. It's, it's like really funny. It <laughs> is very funny, and I don't know, just. Uh, Really, kind um, of—it's the same guy who directed. Hold on, hold on. Let me just, let me just, let me just look at this. Adam Adam McKay is his name. He also directed like uh, like Anchorman, Step Brothers. Oh right. uh, You know a lot of those kind of comedy movies. So it is a comedy then. It is a comedy.
4: It is,
0: yeah. It's meant to be a comedy. It's like
4: satirical
0: almost. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, oh man. (laughs) (laughs)
4: like we just kept watching like when we were watching it we were both just like oh my god oh my god so true so true
0: that's pretty much what you're thinking the whole the whole whole movie yeah Uh, i don't know just really good performances though by a lot of the main actors uh and actresses and just uh yeah, I mean it's a Netflix movie, right? So it's one of those kind of popcorn movies that doesn't really require too much of your brain mm. to watch. Like a lot of Netflix content. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, I really enjoyed it. It definitely held my attention for the two-hour runtime. I feel like a lot of Netflix you're movies are quite forget. Yeah, they're quite forgettable, right? You watch a Netflix movie and you're like, yep, yeah, that was something."
4: There's been a few like hidden gems that I really liked. I can't think of them, but
0: love and monsters, love and monsters, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Bird box as well. I think bird, another,
2: box, another yeah. Oh, bird box, yeah. Bird box was great, yeah. That's just an, that was just based come on out a called, called the Adam, Adam Project. Was
1: good. <laughs> to be yet yeah, yeah. to be fair, it was based on a book, wasn't it? So yeah, Well, yeah. And then you have yeah. things
0: like Red Notice or whatever it was called. Red fucking Brian oh, yeah. Reynolds, the, the Rock yeah. Johnson thing, but uh, yeah.
2: Netflix. There was another one with Ryan, well, obviously there's the Adam project, which comes out this weekend, which looks mm. really good. But there was another one with Ryan Reynolds when it's sort of like Fast and Furious and they've got the... They were oh, yeah, six Ryan gang.
1: underground That thing. was
2: brilliant. Yeah. Was it? The action stuff at the beginning of that. What's yeah, six
1: underground. Six un- is that literally what yeah. it's called? <laughs> I think FX. so, yeah. Six under- yeah. It is, isn't it? Six underground, yeah. Wow, oh, what about the what about? Chris
2: Hemsworth thing as well, where he's like a um, <clears throat> assassin, and he has to go into, um, oh, not Afghanistan, he has to go into a far. I know Eastern what movie. I know what I, I, I target. Yeah, I that know was, what movie. You're talking and about. it's made, and it's made by the same people that did um, Captain America: Civil War and Infinity and yeah. Endgame.
0: Oh. It was made by, Army of the yeah. Dead was yeah. good,
4: all right, and and the tender and, and then,
0: then they decide, oh, I know what we need. I know what we fucking need oh, to continue this God. franchise. I know what we fucking need: a prequel about the guy who cracks safe, the least interesting character in the movie. Yes, yes.
4: Power of the Dog. That was an interesting movie. Yeah. I mean, wow, I, that
0: was
1: right uh, in my soul. Will. Sorry, I was just
0: uh, really irritated. Army of oh, the Dead. <laughs> Saxon, I mean, what's going hey,
1: on? I I
2: thought Will was eating the microphone. Then <laughs> I thought he was going to suffocate. I hope you're okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got loud.
4: He gets pretty heated about stuff. He does.
0: Guys. He does. He needs. <laughs> very very passionate his. man.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. That's <laughs> something Stop giving him a hug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anything else to talk about, Sam? Mm,
4: no. I feel like I talked enough. <laughs> no.
0: Well what's your song what's your song for the uh, this period of time?
4: Uh I would have to pick um Twenties by Ghost. Um, it's uh that it's Ghost
0: <laughs> <It's one too. laughs>
2: Well, so, yeah, if you've, if you've just come back and listened to... We just had a very good conversation about buffets at Pizza Hut and all-you-can-eat buffets. It was brilliant. Do you know where you all can right. listen to that conversation, listeners? It'd be on the Patreon. <laughs> oh, no! And there you go. <laughs> That's what you get. If you go pay, spend an extra five or a month to hear me complain about Pizza Hut buffet. <laughs> I'd do it. Yeah. Oh, man. So... Going on to like some media memoirs. Um, <laughs> so I suppose like February was a massive month, so many games came out in February, it was pretty um unreal. Um, it was almost like crazy November before Christmas, and it's the quality is games...
0: definitely getting like more busy, isn't it? Kind of February yeah. March months are kind of also yeah. big game release months.
2: It's sort of like I mean, everything sort of tailed off. I think pretty much when Gran Turismo 7 came out, then that sort of was the end of the crazy like five, six weeks. But Pokemon started it, and then every week he had a big game coming, a new one, you know, such as Dying Knight 2. And obviously, we're going to talk about it now. Um, Elden Ring,
0: which, you know. Hold on, J Mo. Say the J-Mo. name of the game again Elden Ring. It did, it, there you go. Sorry, it, it, it cut out a little bit.
2: Ah, uh, that's all right because, um, I'm sure if you've got your Breath of the Wild bingo card ready, that's far, that's number four, and also I would probably say probably Elden Ring subtitled Souls of the Wild underneath because I mean, we're two games. Souls of the Wild, I it been called.
1: Do I count that, have, Do I count that on the bingo card?
2: No, just say Breath of the Wild. There's number okay. six for you. There, we go. <laughs> there you go. Keep on going. We may get a speedboat out of this. Keep on going. When you, you feel no, your card, a you know, a speedboat. Yeah. Anyway, so I went into Elden Ring, I suppose, coming off, obviously I've been playing Dark Souls 3 here and there, and obviously Dark Souls 2 I've been playing on DS3. But the game that I was going, really, really loved a couple of years ago was Sekiro. So Sekiro had these really cool um, elements to it in terms of the parry and your meter and how you actually get the enemies, the boss enemies, to actually open up. And I thought it was quite a nice... Um, I thought it was a really good new tactic that it brought to the Souls games. So when I went into Ring I I still had Sekiro in my mind and so you start the game and it it does that nice thing of what Dark Souls does it kind of feels the first few bits of Elden Ring feel a bit like the start bit of Dark Souls too where you're going through those little tunnels on the tree branch and yeah. it's sort of little plexus very similar to that um but then as I as you go in so you do that stuff, and then you get to actually get to the open world quite quickly, Um, and very similar to Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild gets you bingo. into that
0: world. Bit
2: the hub. I got bingo, bingo, you've got it,
0: excellent. What type of speed bug would you like? <laughs> 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 the fuck was going on there for a second? It's like what's yes, he doing? Bench just had a stroke. Bingo. Oh. <laughs>
2: yeah, sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well done, well done, and that's the end of Breath of the Wild Bingo for the week for this podcast. Thank you. Fantastic. No one else can win now. Nobody else can win.
1: I win.
4: (laughs) What does he win, Will?
0: He wins a speedboat with
1: me. Win a speedboat. Oh, (laughs) Oh, sorry, I didn't hear. Speedboat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Old school game show
2: reference. Um. So. As you go into the open world, and a lot of it, the NPCs, so Elden Ring is a very good starting point for people I've never played a Dark Souls game before, or a Sekiro, or a Bloodborne, um, for that matter, or a Demon Souls. It has, the way that you go into the world, You, the first thing you do is you meet an NPC who then talks to you for a little bit, and there's no like set missions, as it were, but the NPCs tell you what your mission is, or you know what the story is, so you're guided by the NPCs, but you don't have to actually follow that structure, um, which is nice. Again, that's very much like Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, you don't have to follow the structure, and Elden Ring is very similar.
1: And, look, and get, I guess a bit. Then like, you get out as well. It kind of tells you to go and ring the bells, but you have no idea where the fuck they are. No. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
2: You just have to go in. The thing is as well, when I was initially into it as well, because I'm used to how Dark Souls and Sekiro, Sekiro had paths that reach back onto the linear path, but both of them are very... All the Souls games have been very linear, but they have paths and secret areas that bring you back to the same places. Elden Ring being open the first thing that surprises you if you've played Souls games before is, yeah, it is actually a proper full-on open world. But it, it does still feel a little bit linear in certain aspects. Because as you're walking through the first, there's, there's massive big bosses in the open world now to fight. And, you know, they are... If you're first into the open world they can be quite off-putting. Like the first, you see this big guy on a golden horse walking towards you just after you've gone past your first NPC that's telling you the mission. And behind him is a church. Uh, So your first main aim, you're aiming to go to that church. Within a few minutes, this guy on a horseback is coming up to you and you're looking at him and thinking, oh, bugger, he's... My weapons are not going to take... Well, if I've played Souls before, I know my weapons aren't going to take him down. But people that haven't played Dark Souls before will give this guy a a go. And his health bar is huge. And it's almost like, welcome to... This this is not going to be a hand-holding experience. This is, you know, it's sort of anyone that's never played a Souls game before, it does this amazing thing of... This is what you're gonna be up against. Yeah, well welcome, so then,
1: welcome to the game. You know, welcome. Welcome to mind. the game. Like when the yeah, when the a a demon first like crashes down when you go yes, through yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah. I don't have yeah. a fucking weapon. It's like, yeah, welcome to the game. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the game. And it's a
2: similar thing. So then you walk up, so the next time you do it, you learn to use the open world. You you escape, you can sneak past him, you can run past him. But then you get into place and you get the first bonfire which are actually called grace sites and in there there's a smithing area so you can upgrade all your weapons and also there's a trader and the nice thing about it is this trader actually has items and stuff that actually help you early on in the game but there's stuff you need later on in the game as well so he's actually the problem that dark souls game have faced before that when you first meet a trader in the world a lot of the stuff is there for early on in the game, so you have to find other traders in the world to buy and sell stuff. The trader that you meet at the first church is actually quite important because he does have stuff that will aid you at all stages yeah. throughout the game. As well, and I think that's a really nice start. So I think like, it
1: also. Sorry, is that so? I'm assuming that's like the equivalent of like the filing shrine area, is it? Like I would hub. say the first church
2: is. Yeah, that, okay. I would say that's probably your first that's your hub, because other bonfires... Fo- they could there used to be bonfire fo- called grace sites. And at the grace sites you can do a lot more with your character. You can obviously change your inventory over. You You can you have flasks just like um previous Souls games, but you also have stamina flasks as well. So you have health flasks and you have stamina flasks. You start off with like only a couple of flasks. And whereas before the flask would—you'd actually go and find a flask in the world in previous Dark Souls games. Yeah. This one, you actually find seeds, and they're in these. You as you're as you're exploring the open world, you've got these tiny little golden trees, and each one of those golden trees has a seed, and they're called golden seeds. So basically, when you have a couple of them, you can go back to your grace site and you can add another flask, and then you could choose whether you have it as a health flask. Or stamina flask, and trust me, right, health okay. flasks are really good. But your stamina flask is really important because every time you get hit with your shield or anything, yeah. Well, it that's the thing, you isn't it? If that's you've what... got
1: good stamina, that's the thing with most of these games is that well, if you're dodging and you're blocking and you're and um, whatever, if you have a no- yeah. if you have loads of stamina, then you shouldn't be being hit. So your he- your HP actually doesn't matter. You know, yeah, so actually, like having more stamina makes more sense because, like, if I can dodge out of the way with a roll or block more because my stamina is higher, then I don't need more health.
2: No, exactly. And trust me, further on in the game, you go, you need your stamina as much as you need your health. The same thing, there's like a little payoff and a trade off. So, as I'm going through the open world, and oh, and the other thing as well, the gray sites. Just while I add that, the grace sites, You're on some of the grace sites, you'll see flames pointing in a direction, so it sort of arches up. That is the direction that it's pointing you for story stuff. So if you follow the direction that the flame is pointing, that will take you to another grace site, which then points you in the direction of the story again. But it's not pointing out to you. You almost have to look at the flame and see it. It's a really nice, clever little sort of subtle touch so the game's not telling you where to go but it's it's doing it in a dark souls way of guiding you.
1: As you go of, through the, the visual open world cues isn't it because like even in yeah the first dark souls yeah go on. yeah they would have just more visual things like so when you are first dropped down from the the, the giant crow in dark souls one yeah into the yeah. shrine you know the aqueduct where the undead Berg is, is like, is right yeah. in front of you. It's the first thing that you see, Yeah, but yeah. there's no like, there's no like quest marker telling you that's the way to go, but they just do these like subtle no. visual cues. So, yeah, I yeah. like it when they do stuff yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, I, it's very clever. I don't think any other, like say, we talk about Breath of the Wild, there's another one if anyone else bingo. has got a bingo card that comes out, yeah. But it, that game did the same thing, you know, where you could see the the four beasts in the this in the background and you knew that you had to go or you would explore to those areas to see what that was and this does the same thing the way that the um the world the open world is is phenomenal i unlike some open worlds where they feel a little bit empty or they're they're basically key mission points everywhere within the world has something useful to you and your character as long as you're looking as long as you want to go in and fight for it so like you'll be walking around the open world and this is probably the best example you're walking around the open world and i've i found this sort of like i walked into this old abandoned church and it was all rubble and everything and then all of a sudden there's a stone lift there's nothing else in there no grace site no nothing and i've i've taken the i thought well i might as well just walk onto it and i've taken the lift down and bearing in mind, I've, I've taken the lift down, and it's, it's been quite a long lift journey down. I'm like, oh, my God, where is this going to send me? And I'm thinking I'm going to be surrounded by a horde of enemies or something. But <laughs> yeah. no, I got down to the bottom. And it's Blight and underground Town. It's down. <laughs> yeah. No, this was like, well, you know, that's what I thought. I was thinking, oh, God, this is going to be pretty nasty here. But no, it didn't. It brought me down into this really amazing underground cave almost but it was a wide open space and uh, obviously there was a gray site so i went to gray site and then there's this massive castle all lit up in like purple and white neons and it just blew my mind i couldn't believe that i'd gone down in this lift and i was thinking and there wasn't many enemies about but then as you walk into this castle and explore it like you would in dark souls this is my next point. Now I'm getting to, when you're in the open world, it, there's areas to run around in. That when you're in the in the dungeons or caves, that's when it feels like traditional Dark Souls. Yeah, because you can't, I, you know, it it feels there's like mechanisms and there's little sort of corridors that lead back to the same points, and there's there's doors that have obviously the mist upon them. That as soon as you see the mist, you know that you're walking through to a boss battle. And, you know, the game, the thing that I really love about it so far, and bear in mind I've only played 25 hours worth of it, um, the thing that I really like about it, there's a distinction in it. So it knows it's an open world, but when you get to these close-knit corridors and close-knit castle areas, it's very traditional to the Dark Souls formula. And I think that's quite a nice bridge or a gap. Um But what they do to aid you as well, you get like um, your spirit um, animals that can help you. You don't have to be a magician or anything. So, for instance, I've got a spirit jellyfish, which is good at firing (laughs) poison out of its tentacles. I've got a pack of wolves, which I think most people get early game anyway. And they are so useful if you're going around... um, doing any of the stuff where you just want to farm souls in the open mm-hmm. world, having the pack of wolves. But you can only use them once, and then you have to go back to the bomb, re-level up again, and then you can reuse your the um, spirits. So once you've used them, you have to go back to the grace site to obviously have access to them again when you come back from the grace site. What's the other one? Oh, I've got a sorcerer as well, which a sorcerer soul. But to be honest, so far he's been a bit... Um, Weak. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit weak. The wolves, the pack of wolves has probably been my most useful one against majority of enemies. Um the jellyfish is really good at range stuff. Um and as I've found with some of the really big bosses, the jellyfish is really good at distracting the bosses. And then obviously you can go in and attack, jump back out, the jellyfish will fire some like poison acid at the um the enemy. And then the enemy's drawn to jellyfish, but it doesn't have a very good health bar. So after a couple of hits, it's gone. Um and it's it's still a very brutal I go- like I would say that it's a bit hard as anything, but because you've got the open world, it gives you that sort of um it gives you that um feeling that you can escape from these boss battles. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and also that I've had so much fun. You get at one of the grace sites early on. You speak to this um like witch lady that comes to you in the night. If so, if you're in a grace site in the evening, she come over and speak to you. Um, you get a horse. Again, very breath of the wild. There's another one for the bingo card. You get a horse and this horse is yours to um pretty much it's yours to use whenever. But again, it's got an energy level and you know, when the energy goes, you have to then go back to grace site and obviously. Sit by the bonfire and then you can reuse it again. The horse, some of the horse battles are amazing. So I've actually found that fighting some of the bosses in the open world, it's actually better to do it on the horseback than it is as you've been walking through or using your special powers. Because the horse can get in, come out again, get in again and use your sword or whatever you're using and get out again. The only thing is when you're in the tight cave areas or the dungeons, you can't use your horse so yeah. that sort of takes so then it, it becomes away.
1: like a um, much more traditional boss fight
2: yeah and yeah, yeah. which is <laughs> you know what you want because i was a little bit again when i first went in my first few hours of this game was i love this game but i i wasn't sure whether i preferred the linear feel of Sekiro or, yeah. as far as i'm concerned because Sekiro had brought some new elements much needed new elements to the souls formula Sekiro's kind of gone above the original Dark Souls for me because it it just brought some really nice um, abilities to use in it. They really and wanted I like... to
1: move away, didn't they, from that yeah, that the classic sword and board play style that everybody mm. did. Mm. Like, if you had yeah. a shield in Dark Souls, then you you were fine, you know. There wasn't yeah. as much yeah. of a challenge, you know. You, if you want, I, uh, you I
0: disagree. To... I disagree. There's definitely. Uh, yeah, always fucked. But... <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: see, yeah. Oh, he's awake! I thought he'd fallen asleep. I didn't oh, say that. I've been, I've, I've been yeah. listening.
0: I've been listening. Yeah, <laughs> well, just
4: I just wish I was good enough at games to play Dark Souls. I played it once and was like,
0: "Yeah, why isn't there nah. an easy mode?" <laughs> I, like, that I think the that's point. the point. <laughs> yeah, but you no. experience, you know, this George <laughs> R. R. Martin, you know, crafted story? But you shit at games. What are we gonna do? Get better. But I don't think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: <say> <laughs> I've got to be honest though. I think the open world actually aids players like Will and Sam in that the open world does give you opportunities to actually go and learn the game. Whereas by Dark Souls, you had one area, you had to stay yeah, in that area.
1: If a lot of like boss fights are more open now as well, like like even just like the like the Capra Demon. Fight in Dark Souls One. Yeah, the, the main oh, reason why that's so hard is just it's just because you're in a tiny room in a tiny space. Yeah, you know? and you've got one stairwell
2: that you have to go yeah. up, and once you find that, yeah, as soon as you walk in there, he's on you, and he's got yeah. like three dogs as well, and you're like, yeah. you're dead Wait, within what? a couple of just, seconds. This, this,
1: yeah. this, is a, this is the most tiny place in the world. How the fuck am I supposed? to yeah, fight him how am so? I
2: meant to do the boss fight? Yeah. yeah, and I think Elden Ring, they've sort of realised the open world does give them opportunity. However. And that's, however, I've obviously, you can level up anywhere in the world and you can go anywhere in the world. But when you follow the story path, then you start to, you do have some bosses that you have to fight to progress into certain areas. Now, the actual story path is actually only 20% or 20 or 30% of the actual game world. So by following the story path, you're not actually, you know, you're only seeing a tiny part of the world because the world is so amazing. You want to i am so st- I, I don't know whether you've seen this boss ben but the first main proper proper boss market of whatever his name is is an absolute bitch like i'm not kidding <laughs> <Excellent>. like we- <laughs> he is so basically well, like i've got he is and it's almost like the first bit to get you to the the main boss and you've got a summon sign before it as well so you yep, before going yep. through the mist you can actually summon a sorcerer to help you as well so basically i've gone in with my pack of wolves and the sorcerer and you get him down halfway and then he brings out his fantasy lightning hangar he goes around like thor but then the, the actual battle gets harder and pretty much it's a one-hit kill scenario um I've got my character up to a level 28 build at the moment, and I'd started as the Samurai. I kind of wish I'd gone one of the... um, Oh, there's characters that look like assassins that can do sword, but they can also wield sorcery. I kind of wish I'd done that, but I went in as a Samurai because obviously on the back of Sekiro...
1: Isn't the sorcery stuff supposed to be really overpowered?
2: Yeah, so you can level it up and you can summon like hordes of armies or giant yeah. dragons with the sorcery
1: yeah. and stuff like that apparently yeah what it was like in demon souls you know, the remake yes. demon souls yeah it was you know if you just picked magic then you basically just breeze through the game yeah i mean yeah. this
2: is a little bit a little bit more nuance to it but yeah i i mean like i say i'm i'm going back and forward between this boss fight and the nice thing is in the open world you can fast travel with between the gray sites so even if you keep yeah. on getting killed by this boss you can go elsewhere you can go you know there's areas of the world that you shouldn't really go to because they do have overpowered enemies but you can still walk around in those areas and do your you know adventuring because it yeah. does it will help you you know in gray sites the other thing as well the map the map is beautiful is so that, yeah it does look within,
1: incredible yeah
2: When you first start out, your map will probably, it will be all grayed over, all this like hazy brown color. And you'll see a tiny little sort of pencil outline of a tiny little sort of shard. If you start walking towards that shard, most of these shards, they have um, map fragments. So then as soon as you collect the map fragments, the map within that area opens out and it's a beautiful looking game map. Like there's bits that you see there that it's not marked out for you to go to, but you look at it and think, oh, maybe yeah. I explored that. That looks interesting. And because the map is so well, sort of almost like hand-drawn art, you're compelled to go to these areas to discover. Yeah, sometimes,
1: what's there. sometimes like something like that can be overlooked by game developers, and they just think, oh, we'll just you know. But it's the same thing where, like, if you see something cool on your map in a game, you think, oh, what the hell is that? You know, you want to go to that. So I do think it's another one of those things that's like it's overlooked a bit and and like when you put loads of detail and like you don't just chuck loads of map markers at at people, you know, and just have it like be the most almost unreadable. You know, sometimes yeah. Just feel like they should put more. Yeah, the subtlety is better.
2: That's Mm. the thing. Like I don't feel overwhelmed with markers i've got loads of gray sites on the map and you can put your so what i've been doing is when i found a trader in the open world because also there's no map markers for the traders so you have to you've got an option to put your own map markers down on the map so what i've been doing in the open world is actually when i find a trader i've been using one of the little map markers and putting it into the spot where the trader is so i always know where he is again that's me putting the. Counter. It's not the game, and again, I, I really like that. So you're already you're making the map in the game world, your own as to how yeah, you want to. Yeah, like,
1: uh, ready for the bingo again. Like that's what I used to do in Breath of the yeah. Wild. I used to, you know, <laughs> same thing. One of the first yeah. games where I really used map markers a lot, like a lot. Mm. I I, would have, I had so yeah. many custom markers in that game. So yeah. yeah.
2: And also, I mean, that game itself took a lot from Souls in terms of the, the combat anyway. We've said it many times that the way the weapons and this, the actual, the way your attacks happen in that game, it's very similar to a Souls game in terms of battle. And Elden Ring, they're both, you know, you could tell they're both distant cousins almost in their ideas. Um, yeah, so, so far I am... I'm like everyone else that's played it. I'm pretty much blown away by it. It does have some, I mean, I'm playing it on the series S. It does have a few issues and I've heard the PC, Mm. the frame rate issues are quite um, bad, Um, but I'm sure over time that'll be patched out. I'm sure. I mean, again, it's such a big open world and it's such a great creative open world. Um, But also, I know from speaking to friends that are playing it that have never played Dark Souls before, and they usually hate them. They started off hating the game, but I've given them a few sort of pointers of where to go. And they in love with the open yeah. world. Yeah. It's, the dungeons, not so much, but the open world itself, they're yeah. in love with. I guess you know? and-
1: the last thing I'd probably ask, and the biggest question of all, should this have just been Dark Souls 4? do you think?
2: Well, if it, it feels like it, but obviously the narrative... I mean, I suppose Dark Souls is a linear game. Mm. And I suppose that's why they wanted to... They wanted to differentiate it, it maybe.
1: maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, Dark Souls like say dark souls had this lovely thing with paths that go down and then all of a sudden you open a gate and then all of a it's sudden amazing interlocking
1: map yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Inter- interlocking map whereas this the map does interlock to points as well but you know the way it does it is still very much how dark souls yeah you know the thing like for instance start of the game there's this there's a beach and a cliffside on your left hand side so if you You see the horseback rider coming towards you. You could go around behind where you started and you'll see, like, this island away. You can actually get to the island by going down on the beach and you'll see a cave opening. You go through the cave, fight the boss. Then all of a sudden you walk through there and you end up on the island that you could see from the distance, um, which I think is quite cool. Um, And also I found loads of little sort of hidden... So there's, like... um, there's a church on the right hand side of the map and there's a big troll that I took down I think I put it on Twitter Um, there's a troll that I took down Well, around that there's a portal and you you find the portal it's in like these woods and you go into the portal and it takes you to the top right hand side of the map which is dragon dragon something area and there is a lot of overpowered bosses there like you come out There's a grey site there. So, but as soon as you lock it, you come out and there's this massive like minotaur on a horse, just guarding this castle. And you're sort of like, do I attack it or not? Because it's um, the boss is huge, like massive. So I, I walked around and decided to explore the area. And there's these tiny little dudes with like scythes and ball chains and that. But if you go behind them you can take them out with a backstab and then all of a sudden they give you a thousand mm. what is it? A thousand um souls points so you can level up. But as soon as they turn around and hit you, like two hits and they kill you.
1: Yeah, you're screwed um, basically yeah.
2: Yeah, you're screwed. But stuff like that I like because I've actually started to use that as a farming area. So, you know, early on a lot of the early enemies in the game they're lower souls points, so you maybe get rune... Sorry, they're called rune points in this one. And, yeah, you maybe get about 60 to 100 out of some of them. Some of the horseback riders, you get about 150 to 200 out of, but not loads of things. Um, but, yeah, like I say, this area, i through a portal, and I'm there, and it's quite a good levelling area, but I didn't walk further into the area. Because I could see there's bigger bosses just in the world.
1: I like that though when when games do that, where like you can see, you're like, oh, I, I I'm not ready for this, but I can't yeah. fucking wait to come back and do it and and yeah. actually, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah. Well, there's so much to find, like I say, and there are side missions in the world, but they're given to you the same way as again NPCs in the world. Like I was exploring down on the bottom end of the map, and there's this there's this um, lady sat by a a bonfire a grace point and she's saying about how her father's trapped in a castle so then you follow the path down to the castle and there's a massive great steel giant in front which you can actually creep round and then you get into the castle and at the castle you're back in dark souls territory and then you go around and then there's this area at the back of the the castle whereby this this um her father's held hostage but again as soon as you say yes our I'll go and help, all of a sudden, the grace sites that are near to that castle, that area, those flames then point in the direction you need to go. And also, when you look at the map, that you can see the flames on the map as well pointing directions. But like I say, not all grace sites do this. It's only sort of a couple of key ones just to give you a direction more than anything. But again, you don't have to do it. You can just go exploring
1: nice
0: nice so it's good
2: yeah (laughs) yeah it's really good it lives up there's not many games that live up to the hype you know and it is like say it i think it's for someone that's played loads of these games it's going at first because you're not used to the open world setup but for someone that's never played them before it's great you know the open world helps them yeah um I don't. I still don't. I don't know whether it's as the combat is as refined as Sekiro. I think Sekiro. Again, we should have done a bingo card for Sekiro as well. I think (laughs) everything in Sekiro, and you haven't played that yet, have you?
1: No, another one that I haven't played.
2: Yeah, right. I loved Sekiro, and everything. I think there's a refinement to the combat and the way it's done in Sekiro. And I think at the moment, it Sekiro just edges Elden Ring. However, like a few years ago, we weren't podcasting at the time, but I would have put Sekiro as my game of the year um, because I loved it so much. And Elden Ring already, there's a... I can't believe it's I'm gonna saying be a this. Lot. Like it's going
1: it. to be a lot of people's game of the year, isn't it?
2: But I think. yeah, you just... I think the thing is, when you're playing a game and you know... Within like a first couple of hours, just how good it is, and this is one of those games. Breath of yeah. the World was one of those games, you know, yeah. how good the game is. You know, Elite Dangerous was one of those games, you know, how good the oh, game is.
0: Not anymore on console, though. Oh, god, I yeah. know, I
2: know, yeah. I was gutted about that. I know it's gone, it's gone, but then I I can sort of understand the fact is that they had a small window to add to Elite Dangerous, and they had a small window to to do that DLC. And I think, no doubt, people will take what Elite Dangerous did, and it will become in these games that are held up as it sort of did something that hasn't been done for a very long time. And I think other (laughs) games will copy and take the ideas from it.
1: I think as well, you know, they're probably very aware that Star Citizen is still a thing and it's probably yeah (laughs) it's gaining a bit more traction again now yeah 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 so yeah
2: they they had the opportunity with the the the, obviously that odyssey um Mm. dlc and then when they put it into like beta in the um with the pc and it it just completely the problem is what they were trying to do was too ambitious even for the consoles we have, yeah. I mean, it will probably be okay on the Series X and the PS5 and Series S, but I don't think they have. they've got too much work to do on the PC front before they can even think about the mm. idea of putting it onto consoles. And hey, if if that's how it ends, I've had an amazing time of Elite Dangerous. We we spoke for hours on Elite Dangerous. It's always one that I can um, jump
1: back into. Get the old, yeah. get the old flight stick out again. <laughs> I would just... Yeah, yeah. Ah.
2: It is, I mean, for me, that was one of the... Again, it was a big turning point in space combat games yeah. and, like, exploration and also what the consoles, the power of the consoles, did actually do. Yeah. You know, if you, you think about it in years to come and think of Elite Dangerous as one of those unique games that actually did something that no one has done, like, yeah,
1: open no, world games. You know what I think about when 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 I think of that game? is just the colour orange. You know? Yeah. Orange. It's very, yeah. Orange. It's very orange, oh, isn't it?
2: Sam's Sam's putting her hand up.
4: <laughs> oh, um <laughs> I was just going to ask for, for someone who like tried Dark Souls once, who's not very good at video games, do you do you think like I want to play for the experience, but do you even think it's worth my time to buy it if I'm not even gonna be able to play it?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, Elden Ring, Elden Ring is the most Elden Ring is the most, like the most um, accessible yeah 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 and but as long as you're getting used to stuff in the open world don't if you see a big boss don't attack it you can creep past practice on, like, it you can run away yeah
1: practice yeah. yeah small enemy and, I, and yeah. like i said i've I've heard a lot of people say that magic is
0: i've seen some clips on twitter yeah. that look pretty insane yeah yeah, yeah.
1: that that magic yeah. is like the most op thing in the game so you can always that you know go for a magic build or whatever
3: cool yeah yeah. Cool, it is. Yeah, and <laughs> Elden Ring.
0: <laughs> I've listened oh. to everything you guys have said. I just, I, I, don't, I have I don't heard get it. every single word, and I just nothing in the world could convince me to play that game.
1: What that gave just, you? a that's quid? just who
0: I am. I still no, I no, because there'd be a condition that I'd have to finish it, and even for a million pounds, I, I would. never would. Yeah, I wouldn't, would. Ben. I'm telling you now. Right? Telling if you if they
4: had some, if they had some kind mm. of like Miku DLC, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we get Miku, <laughs> yeah, but Destiny wouldn't take you well. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Talk about Destiny, mm. but like I don't know. It's just hard, man, and I don't have. I don't. I can't i can't be doing it i can't be
3: all right?
0: i'm an adult now i've got limited time to play games and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna just i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it <laughs> you put your it's foot re- down yeah it's
4: really rough It's rough yeah, when you don't do have that, much time yeah. to if, if I have
0: a yeah. choice if i have a choice between <laughs> Elden Ring and a game like fucking kirby i'm gonna pick kirby every time <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it, it. All right. <laughs> yeah. So just
2: one other thing as well. I I did say I've got music to talk about quickly. Um there was January, end of January, beginning of February, not only was it a good month for games, it there was so many albums come out, and I know you've got some stuff to talk about, and obviously Sam's just spoken about the Ghost album. Um so I'm not gonna go through all the albums because there was about six or seven I wanted to talk about. Holy I just I... wanna talk to- I know, <laughs> I know. We could be here all day. Um a band that I'm not a massive fan of because I've always felt that they that I And I always felt that their singles were way better than their, net, than their albums. A band called Billy Talent. I don't know if you've heard of them, Sam. They're like they're quite they're Canada's version of Green Day a
1: little so, bit. So yeah, I've heard um, the name. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've
1: name never really had,
2: yeah. Yeah, they've never really had They've had a couple of decent singles and they've got, you know, they do have a massive groundswell of like fan base, but they, the albums I've always found a little bit. Disappointing. So they released an album called crisis of faith, which came out. It was the same day. You had like about three or four albums come out on the same day. That were all really good. You had another, there was a British band called yard act. There was um, the miles new miles Kane album. Um, oh, what was the other one as well? There was another one out that day. Oh, The Sherlock had an album out that day as well. But the thing that struck me about Crisis of Faith, so this album has been stewing. and I say stewing, they've been basically, it's it, they've been building up for the past two and a half years, three years. So there's songs on this album that were maybe two and a half years old that they released on on Apple Music. But because they they decided to hold off releasing because of the pandemic, and then they started to write more songs, and then they released other singles, and then it's basically like, this album's been two years, three years in the makeup. And it's the most, I would say, of Billy Talent albums, and also the type of um, alternative pop rock they do, or pop punk they do it's a it's probably the best thing they've ever done um and i'm really impressed with it it's got a lot of fist in the air anthems but it's also got a couple of real um ballads on there um there's a track with um i want to call it the lead singer of um weezer i've forgotten his name
1: yeah i can't remember his name either
2: i've forgotten his name it's um rivers como Yes, which is, there's a track called, yeah, featuring Rivers Cuomo. Um, it's called The End of Me, and it's a really good, decent sort of pop punk vibe track. It's quite, you know, it's short, but it's it's quite sharp in its wit and also this song way. Um, as I say, I was, quite, um, I was surprised and taken aback. The first track on the album is basically a track called Forgiveness Part 1 and Part 2, and it starts off like your traditional rock metal track, and then it goes into this massive part two goes into this orchestral rock territory, and the track lasts for about seven minutes long. Um, I was not expecting it. Almost sounds like Muse on the second half of it. Um, it's it's an amazing track, and then you've got tracks like Reckless Paradise, which is just just rock, fast paced rock anthem. And then you've got a song called "I Beg to Differ," which is about anxiety and feeling down, and having someone to actually pick you up and say, "No, you're okay. It's fine. Don't you know you're fine? You know, stop beating yourself up." Type thing. Um, yeah, I think it's a really underrated album from what is actually quite an underrated band, which has a couple of really big singles in their in their catalogue. Um, yeah. I was just really impressed with it. I was The actual album artwork, you know, that's a T-shirt or a poster in the waiting. The album artwork looks incredible as well. Um, so, yeah. Nice, J-Mo.
0: So what, what? Uh, what's your song for the... Uh, well, it would be rude of me not
2: in. to, to be honest. So I'll tell you <laughs> what, let's go for Billy Talent and End of Me.
0: We've arrived. We've arrived at me. Who's excited? How Yay! long Do I have to? That's oh. <laughs> just excited? like, I, I'm a hello. Oh, I'll tell you my, what. This is my reward for listening about the Ring for an yeah, hour. <laughs> yeah, have we, you <laughs> finished your...
3: Uh,
2: is there a bingo card we can fill out for this one?
0: Yeah, it's called the <laughs> Destiny card. going to say
2: Eurovision. Yeah, the Destiny card, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: So let's talk about Destiny <laughs> <laughs> big releases. Talk about big releases over the last few months. There was a big release. Destiny 2, the Witch Queen DLC, finally arrived. This has been a long time in the making. This has been the longest wait between big DLC packs due to the pandemic, obviously. So normally they come out in November. This time it was February. So an extra four months, which did drag on quite a bit towards the end of last of the last season because they do a seasonal model of of releases in between the big dlcs so it was a season of the risen i think Mm -hmm. uh and that lasted really quite a long time and they did have like a 30th anniversary dlc pack that added a few things but it wasn't quite a season pack and uh, I just want to just want to say before we kind of get into the Witch Queen that so there's a story that you go through week by week for these seasons. And normally the final mission is released a couple of weeks before the end so that you've all got time to play the last mission, go through it and, you know, they can iron out any bugs. Well, they released the last mission of the latest season one week before the Witch Queen. And it has a huge bug where if you oh go through no. it too quickly, it will get stuck And you'll have to start again, like a ship gets stuck in a rock. And so you have to start again. Also, you could skip the final cutscene. And if anyone in your party skipped the final cutscene, it would skip it for everyone. And this was a match made activity with six people.
4: Yeah, it wasn't a good
0: time. It wasn't a good time. However, however, Witch Queen launched. And Jesus Christ, this is the best Destiny DLC since the first game. This is on the level of the Taken King kind of DLC. It's huge, massive DLC, huge new area. Now, obviously, there's that controversy where nowadays in Destiny, when you get something new, they take something old away. And that has also happened here. I feel like I felt it less, but maybe that's just because there's so much new to do that you're not Mm -hmm. really worried about going back to the older areas. Uh, and there is now an in-universe reason for why these things are not there anymore, which is nice. Really quite Time cool. Time travel. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Oh. But yeah, and we have the probably one of the best villains in Destiny, Savathun, who has been being teased Savathun since like the first really Destiny game. <laughs> Savathun. <laughs> yeah. Savathun. She has been being teased since Destiny 1. And her arrival, kind of last season, was very interesting. Almost, I mean, she just did something horrible to one of my favorite characters oh, did in the game. She? Yeah, she she killed him, didn't she? Well, he's not dead. I mean, spoilers. Oh. <laughs> spoilers. Oh damn it! <laughs> At this point, That's if you played the DC right, you're clearly not <laughs> that much into it. <laughs> but, but no, he's not, he's not dead. But you know, she killed oh. his ghost. Whatever horrible things have happened there. And, yeah, her arrival is just insane. And just the story is just nuts. Absolutely crazy. Like, they introduced a new class of enemy in this expansion. Basically, Savathun has stolen the light, which is what gives the Guardians the power, right? So this is the good guy. The light is the good, and then the darkness is, like, the evil power. But, but Savathun has the light somehow, and she's they all. Some of her, you know, some of her enemies have ghosts that you have to then crush in your hands and kill. That's um, horrifying. They make, yeah, they make quite a horrible <laughs> noise when you, when you kill them. And like you know, our companion, our ghost, throughout all this time in Destiny Two, just a happy go lucky little bloke. And he's like, you know, when 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 Cade gets killed, he's like, oh, well, should we be doing this, Guardian? Should we be taking revenge? And in this DLC, he's like, fucking murder them all, fucking kill them all. They're not fucking ghosts. Fucking let's commit genocide. Like he's he's really gone a bit a bit off the rails. It's interesting to see this side of our companion, but uh, yeah. And it's just—I mean—the story, the cutscenes are really well done, and this was all done from home, right? This entire expansion has been built from home for all the Bungie employees, right? And it's just a really a, a triumph to see what 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 they can do, even when they're not in the office doing it, doing the work there. Yeah. Oh, there's just so much. There's so much I could talk about. Just some of the the moments in the story are just completely insane.
4: Well, oh. too, like. Um- we got to see like one of the, the main leader characters, like Ikora, when she came in to help. You rarely get to see that as well. It's very
0: interactive this time yeah. compared to some previous DLCs. Like, our, you, our Guardians don't talk very much. But this time, man, our Guardian has more voice lines than most of the rest of the DLCs. It's great to kind of see that kind of come back and just, oh, I don't know.
4: And the new Void abilities, it's been, it's been a good yeah. time. Yeah. They've so reworked so many the new reward. things.
0: So we've finished the main story now, and as in Pokemon, there is so much more left to do. Like it doesn't really finish yeah. once you wrap up the cutscenes. There's mm. so and there's cutscenes even after the main story, which is crazy. There's never <laughs> cutscenes after the main story, but there's still cutscenes. There's still new cutscenes. Um, so when you,
2: because um, obviously I always end up playing Destiny 2 around September time when there's not much going on, so I usually just come to it and jump in and out so say september time this year and i i get scotches does it level you up when you go in is there something that levels you up so it brings you up to a higher level so you can do the raids with people
0: you wouldn't be able to do the raids immediately so it levels you up enough to start the campaign to start right. the new campaign but to get okay. to raid level would take quite a grind i would say even sam like i, I say not. yeah <laughs> I oh, only wow. usually play it in September for a couple of weeks and then that's it. That's
1: yeah. no just, you, it's just uh, the biggest barrier, like even for me, like even if I even remotely, even the tiniest bit, <laughs> even contemplate it, I then remind myself <laughs> yeah. that it would be the biggest ball ache to try and get into that game. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it just, it is so off-putting, like the I grind think, that you'd have to, think, you know.
0: Yeah, the problem is, especially with with, where the story is. Like, this is a story that's been teased and built up to. So, if you jump in in fresh, even though it does do quite a good job of explaining things, and there's cutscenes in there that really go deep into the law. When before you would have to have gone into the text-based law books that you unlock to read about it. So it is quite deep, but it is again, you would walk in there and you'd be like, "The fuck is going on? Who's fuck's have thing?" kind of thing you know like destiny is a game that seems to be made exclusively for destiny players yeah but i mean it had a million a million players playing it on launch night so i mean it's still pretty popular i guess like there's a lot of people still invested <laughs> wow, in the game that's huge yeah it's just yeah, crazy to
4: me like i feel like we play a lot i really do and then we see other players that are like like we're like rank twenty something and there's other players that are already up to like the two hundreds. Excuse me. And I just yeah. I just wonder what, what 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 are they doing? Do they sleep?
1: <laughs> no. I think that's <laughs> the answer. No. Yeah. yeah. I and love they don't Destiny, play but anything I cu- else. I
4: couldn't I yeah. couldn't just exclusively play Destiny. No. Uh,
1: no and some people no. do, don't they? Like some people are just uh, yeah, those kind yeah, of gamers. Yeah. They just play one or maybe two games. Mm. I just oh, I could not do that.
0: No, um, but it's amazing, and I'm. It's it's great to kind of, you know, new new big DLC releases are always a fun time in Destiny because there's always yeah. a lot to do, and I think the problem again is like so say JMO comes in, you know, September yeah. launches up the Witch Queen, yeah. you won't be able to yeah. play the accompanying season missions, which kind of goes alongside this because that will be over, you know, those missions will be gone because it will yeah, been over. I know, I found that out
2: the last time, but then I've actually you know I've been in with mates and that and obviously like I say like the platform when i could play with like i was playing it on this series s and my mate from work had a playstation 5 and we were both in doing some of the um the tower stuff the crucible stuff and we were in mm. together and we were doing so that's incredible you know i love yeah. how you can and you get you instantly your voice chat instantly works across the consoles which blew my mind um I love that, but then I don't take it as seriously. Like I go in, i have a good time. I may be in a few friends and then I come off again and that's me done. Yeah. And, you know, as long as I see enough, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not as um, religiously fanatical about it as I know you guys love it. Um, but I, I, I see enough to know why people love it.
0: Oh but yeah, I also can see like why people, it. yeah. It's no. some of the best gunplay, some of the best mm. FPS kind of feeling, guns yeah. and things in in gaming today. But it is one of those games where if you don't play it every week, you you, you kind of lose mm. out. And they know that that it's yeah. a game that's yeah. built on that FOMO feeling that you've got to play every yeah, week yeah. to get your story. Yeah. You know, because it moves along every week, so you want to play every week to stay caught up and things. But no, this is uh, amazing. Great cutscenes, great character work. I mean, I just love it all. Uh, I, am, I'm, I mean, the next two years in Destiny for the next two big tempo releases are going to be huge. And then after that, it's kind of like, that's the end of this story. And then what comes next? So uh, you know?
1: are there actually any, I'm sure I've asked this before, but are there actually any plans for a third game?
0: I don't. I mean, I think they what they want to do is just keep building on to Destiny yeah. Two. like why? But they said they that about this? Destiny One. They said that about Destiny yeah. One. Then Destiny Two came out. Eventually, it will be that there's too much content to, to, to you know, and not not reason enough to get rid of old content. Yeah. Because I don't see how they get rid of this when they launch, you know, the final shape in two years' time, right? Like, I don't know because it all fits together. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Mm. Whatever they do. I'm gonna purchase it, so yeah. <laughs>
4: no matter what happens, who's mm, yeah. gonna keep playing forever? <laughs> I, I just, I just don't think it's fair for people like me who didn't get to play the original game to see everything that's happened. Like, I want to play through it. I don't want to yeah. go to YouTube and watch every cutscene.
1: But like, yeah. like you said, <laughs> like I think that's that's the point, isn't it? They don't, they yeah. know that yeah. the money that they're gonna get is from their the people that have seen it all and are. Turning up every single week, you know yeah. that's not important to them anymore because they 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 know that new players are going to get too intimidated. So they think, well, what's the point in yep. in trying? Let's <laughs> let's cater to to our core fan base. Yeah, I
0: see it, and they're, they're the core fan base is the ones that are spending ridiculous amounts exactly. on silver every week yeah. to get new cosmetic yeah. items and stuff. So.
4: Yeah, ridiculous.
0: Oh, I would never do such a thing.
4: Nobody uh, would ever spend yeah.
0: money <laughs> on spend <micro-purchases. laughs> And the noodles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Destiny Two, love it. It's back. I'm here for it. Isn't it always? Back, the best villain.
4: She's the best <laughs> yeah. villain ever.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, like they make uh, Sabathoon's a very unique villain in how how she's been portrayed in the Destiny universe. uh Because most of the time, I don't want to spoil anything, but most of the time, you're very sure of yourself in your actions, right? You're very sure of what you're doing is right, and kind of this time there is a little bit of like. Hmm, I don't know about this.
4: <laughs> I never <laughs> am in Destiny. Like when it's any <laughs> like when it's any big thing that we're up against, I'm like, is this right though? <laughs> like <laughs> this kind of goes against everything that we stand for, but okay.
0: Yeah. The universe is getting darker for sure with each release, I would say. It's definitely the story is getting darker. Mm-hmm. Ah, destiny. Hmm. Anyway, moving on to something else I talk about all the time. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Oh, oh, it's buddy. been exciting times in the world Whoa. of sci-fi, hasn't it? It's been exciting times in the world of sci-fi for <laughs> oh, you guys as well. Yeah. So you guys oh, the better. trailer for Obi-Wan was amazing.
2: <laughs> yes. I was excited for that. Yeah, yeah. that looks so cool. Get that into my veins. So,
0: so oh, we about didn't even speak about the, Book
2: of Boba Fett either. Jeez.
0: Oh, oh, oh shit. It's yeah. it been good, right?
3: Oh, oh my time, God. Next,
0: next, time, next time. Next time. I've clearly planned yeah, myself yeah. a little bit more, but... Uh, yeah, talking about going back and revisiting characters that we love. Star Trek Picard season two has begun the last couple of weeks, and you know I'm a big Star Trek guy, but me and Sam are quite behind on Discovery, and I feel like it's—I don't know. You know how you love people love nostalgia, right? You love your nostalgia when you when, and, and callbacks to to things that you remember, right? And Picard season one was fine. But it was very divisive, I would say amongst the Star Trek fan base in in what they did and how they portrayed kind of the future of of Picard's life so Star Trek season two is kind of rewriting all of that horrible pastness and just going for a kind of like what we think Starfleet might have looked like when we left it behind and it's just great. The first episode in particular is just this is Star Trek, this is Captain Picard, right all of these things are happening that are just exactly what I would want to happen. So you see a really like 30 second shot of a starship and it really just goes really nice and slowly over the starship. And it's a beautiful, beautiful ship. You have one of the greatest villains in the history of Star Trek back Q. He's back and he's like meaner than ever. And it's just him and his banter with Picard is exactly how I remember it back in the next generation. And it's just that first episode. I want that as a series just give me normal star trek of course we can't do that and uh, it all goes wrong and uh q does some time travel shenanigans oh, bloody time travel i know right anyway <laughs> <laughs> he, he moves them off into an alternate universe which we knew from oh, the trailers
2: always ruins trailers. a good star trek
0: <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't like an alternate universe like the mirror universe which is pretty dark but I mean, not as dark as this, where basically what we have is a totalitarian kind of nightmare regime that the Federation has become, and they've subjugated all the alien races, and, uh, you know, a safe galaxy is a human galaxy, is the catchphrase of this oh confederation. And so they basically have to find their way to, to fix the past, because time has been broken uh, and and that's going to be the, the the story of the season is them trying to figure out what went wrong, but it's just anything with Q in it, I'm I'm here for it, you know. And they de-aged him, they de-aged him, guys, for the for his initial little appearance, right? Because uh, everyone was like, well, Q doesn't age; he's an omnipotent being, right? So how's he going to look old like Picard, right? Like his actor? But they de-aged him fantastic just like a certain thing in 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 star wars i love i love how we can do that now yeah you know, we can we can we can mm. see our heroes as they as yeah. they the agent you know yeah. yeah um but yeah star trek picard amazing sam's definitely been loving it just as much as i have right
4: <laughs> yeah um better than the first season like we we were talking like when we were about to watch the first episode of season two and i was just like I don't even remember what happened last season. Like it was, it was pretty forgettable. But this season is like they're going ham.
0: They are. (laughs) It's crazy. Mm.
4: Like it, it is not the Star Trek that I have seen before. It is some. It is an entirely new animal.
0: It is, and there's just as a Star Trek fan, there's so much. Like Q is saying the names of previous episodes of star trek he's like name dropping episodes because he's just that kind of guy you know very meta kind of stuff and lots the of name tribbles. call outs yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice one ben nice one because you bought me that one poster one time i did yeah that's the only star <laughs> trek episode i know the name of <laughs> <laughs> there was also a cool moment actually in discovery where a changeling turned into a tribble to try and escape and, oh uh, that, yeah that was, that was pretty funny that was pretty funny <laughs> discovery's also been quite good this season to be fair
4: discovery is probably my favorite that we've watched so far
0: mm-hmm. i think it's because it requires less knowledge <laughs> i was to gonna say is that movie. because they, they actually the cater it yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it's, it's all new, new yeah, yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> I, setup don't, one, the,
1: the I don't trailer... know
4: anything that's going on like we'll start freaking out about something and i'm just mm. like yeah i don't <laughs> understand yeah <laughs>
2: is the normal reaction to star trek (laughs) to be honest he's seen like
4: every episode multiple times and i'm just like oh yeah i've seen like (laughs) a few of the older things but
0: like picard has all these skeletons like evil picard has all these skeletons in his study and q's just like dropping the names of like old school star trek characters and i'm just losing my shit that this person's been mentioned and exists in this universe and sam's just like oh yeah names (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah.
4: pretty sure you're the i don't think there's like anyone who knows as much about star trek as you you remember every tiny thing that's ever happened Isn't there
1: like 800 plus episodes yeah, yeah. Or something like that or something yeah. crazy yeah.
4: How much of <laughs> your life, Will? How, how much of your life have you Oh, spent? I dread to even Half think. Of it, <laughs> Half of it, at least.
0: Half of it. Yes, uh, that's Star Trek. And obviously we have Strange New Worlds coming out uh, next, uh, in May? In May. Yeah, in May. Overrun Kenobi comes out in May, May 25th. I know, Star Trek dropped the yeah. trailer for uh, New Worlds just after uh, Kenobi. That was it. Which I thought, yeah, was, uh, just thought was funny. <laughs> we need a
4: new sci-fi universe to bring Star Trek and Star Wars fans together think
0: yeah. <laughs> Is there one? I'm trying to think of other sci-fi franchises. Yeah, well, I don't cross really. Crossover—that'd be insane. Can you imagine? I suppose
2: Battlestar Galactica kind of brought them together. You know, that mm. was sort of a good one because it had like the depth of Star Trek, but also the the fun side of Star Wars. You know, the You're more. Star Trek's not fun I think,
4: yet. I think the reason a lot of people don't <laughs> like
2: Star Trek. Make <laughs> of that what you will, Will. Yeah.
4: There is a lot of talking. There's a lot of discussion. Oh, will God, loves there's it. I'm just so like, much
1: talking, Sam. Yeah, oh, that's there's why. Just so <laughs> much talking in Star Trek. Maybe and that's why I'm liking
0: the new new series of Discovery so much. Is because there's so much fucking talking. Christ. Oh.
4: Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's it. This, this what that's what I want. There's sometimes
0: whole episodes
1: where nothing fucking happens. And like he'd show it to me, and I'd be like, "What the
0: fuck happened in that episode?" Yeah, but it's about the like, <laughs> relationships, you know. It's not always about these big space battles, guys. You know, it's about the characters. Anyway, moving on from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great time to be a Trek fan and and a, and a Wars fan, a Warsy. No, that's yeah. that's not yeah, a Warsy. That's, no,
1: <laughs> don't need a name.
0: Oh dear. Okay, one last thing. Then game, another game. I want to talk about. And it's not really oh, a game, I thought you it's just a demo. T- well, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll talk about Avril a little bit, maybe at the end. Just yeah. a yeah. L- about Elden Ring. L- little crumb. Mm. <laughs> mm. What, <laughs> What's that?
4: I said you're going to talk about Elden Ring, j Oh, yeah, I'm, seeking, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm seeking, <laughs> yeah. I thought you
3: were going to talk about Elden Ring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah I just Wait. want to talk about Kirby and the Forgotten Land, the demo for this game because I'm completely... I don't like this kind of game normally. I want to make that very clear that I'm very much against top-down kind of Mario-style games, yeah. like 3D. Don't believe <laughs> him.
2: He loves them. They're his favourite games ever. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm on Magicka 2 oh. every weekend playing <laughs> that game. <laughs> that, that was so random.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's just the only one
0: I could think Jesus. of. Like, Diablo would have been more like normal Diablo. choice. Ugh. <laughs>
3: Ugh.
0: Anyway... This demo is just delightful. I've been delighted to play in this huh, demo. Delightful. I've, I've been. I feel like I mean, JMO. You know, talking <laughs> really about Elden Ring, You play and... it all the
4: time. Yeah. Just the demo.
0: I do. <laughs> I love the demo. I mean, this game comes out in a couple of weeks, and I'm I'm living for it. Let me tell you, I can't. Kirby's
2: wait. a cool character. Kirby is really cool, though. I think this is probably the coolest thing to come out of Kirby game wise.
0: Yeah, like the little the moves you can do where you like. Eat a car and then you're a little Kirby you're carby car. Carby, you carby. <laughs> carby. And then you turn have into you a vending machine you... B. You got Coneb? Yeah. <laughs> I just love cool. it. It's colourful, easy if you choose the right game mode, which is very important to me. Because <laughs> I am bad. Like even I, I, the first time I played the demo, even choosing the easy, like it's like, oh you've got loads of health. I still died. Right, I'm I'm bad at my games, but uh, yeah, I'm just I'm ready for it, and I feel like I have a lot of fun on Nintendo system compared to mm. compared to like you know other other systems. Oh, yeah, so I just yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for Kirby, and I feel like I feel like it's gonna warm my soul to see Kirby's little face, you know, <laughs> for a little while. I'm ready to I'm ready have to, you to be pals. pre-ordered it. I have pre-ordered it. I you have. fool! <laughs> <You've> never <laughs> never pre order a game again. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I have I have got it pre-ordered at the moment. So uh I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for Kirby time.
4: Has anyone played Cyberpunk since the new
3: update?
1: Don't.
0: Yes, <laughs> I have. I've restarted as a new character. Oh J Mo. Oh, J-Mo. oh, oh, star- oh no, I
3: I
4: just wanted a short yeah. synopsis of how it is. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I think I
2: know. It's fine. It's the thing is, I kind of think that, so without I kind of I completed it on I completed the story on Street Punk, and then I've decided to go back and start as Nomad, so I get a different storyline. Um, the thing
1: it's is, sorry,
2: with... sorry, sorry, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I know, relax, Ben, don't worry,
2: don't eat oh, the okay, just
1: yet. I'm fine, yeah, yeah. Don't.
2: <laughs> Have you got Will's mic? You can shout down that if you want. <laughs> Will's mic, the way you've broken from earlier, <laughs> so I, I've noticed a few things. There's a lot more NPC count, there's not so much, but then the Series S version. Was of the console versions anyway. It was the best one because it performed as it should do. So I think with the upgrades to the Series S, I think they benefit the Series X, the Xbox One, and the PS4 and PS5 more than they benefit the Series S because the Series S was already in a fairly decent state. Um, And obviously, the um, oh, what's the word? The it it ran at a th- at a solid thirty frames per second, whereas the other consoles were trying to run it at sixty frames, and you know solid it was never touching that. Yeah, whereas the the series S didn't really have any of those issues because it was basically it was running at a s- solid. Uh, mm. yeah, anyway, the one thing I have noticed the reflections, the lighting. It look all the lettering, which I thought looked clear anyway in the first place, it looks even clearer. The vehicles they've they've adjusted the handling because before the handling was awful. Oh, it was awful. And I even yeah. I it was awful. Um the <laughs> handling's better. Um and obviously they've they've done a little bit of work on the UI, so the actual the stats inventory screen is not as bad as it was before. Um yeah. and obviously you can you can do like you can actually now buy better interiors for your apartments. There's more apartments that you can actually buy within the world. Um, but as I say, I've I've gone back in. I've only really restarted the first few hours, so not massively. But the thing is, I sort of got out of my ending when I was playing a street punk. I got the ending that I kind of wanted. Um you know, so going back and doing Nomad, there's another three endings I can go. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sort of happy with how my original game ended. So I only went in str- as Nomad so I can... So I
3: can explore
1: and experience. see what the other things are now. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I mean... It's like I I th- back and playing Mass Effect and like, I know which ending I'm no. going to go for, but yeah, you know, I wonder <laughs> what other things you, you oh, know. That. I know which romance going well. choose.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it and i know yeah you know you sort of know what him. you're going to choose i killed um i killed off keanu reeves because he was annoying so Whoa. hence i i okay. killed him off at the end God, can you i believe know it? well that was what i wanted to, i know that's what i wanted to do you do get <laughs> you do johnny do get,
4: silverhand
2: can I say? johnny silverhand was <laughs> Sorry, he's a bit of a, quite funny. Oh, i was getting annoyed <laughs> it's right. sorry, I, say, Thank you. I
3: found what?
1: it quite funny that Keanu Reeves has never played the game. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's amazing,
2: isn't it. it? I know, I know. He gave his name. Like, <laughs> Johnny Silverhand.
0: Yeah. Oh. i know. Yeah, but he changes, Jamie. changes. for it. He changes, J Mo. He changes. Not
2: enough for me. He was still oh, a dick at the end. J-Mo
0: so. changed <laughs> <up. He's laughs> like a He's He's fucking
1: guy. You are talking to someone who yeah. killed Carly in his first playthrough of Mass Effect, so
2: Oh yeah, and I made, I did that by accident. You know, <laughs> I didn't want it. I should never have done that.
1: Yeah.
2: But yeah, I don't um like I say. The Johnny Silver hat thing he was Because, obviously, the way the ending plays out, you have a choice to either, well, without any spoilers, you have choices to make. And there is, like, a little bit after the, the credits that you could do other stuff as well, or you can make another choice, but... I was just like well if I can do other stuff I don't want Johnny Silverhand constantly appearing going oh oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I was just like I cannot be doing with Johnny Silverhand anymore I've had enough I can't but then you. yeah he's he has moments where he's cool but there's some scenes where I'm just like really but then I I think the actual cyberpunk world is better than the actual storyline that yeah. you play through yeah and I think that's the thing. I sort of wanted to go in and just enjoy the actual Night
1: City. Yeah. I mean, that um, was the big yeah. thing for me was that the world sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, well, didn't still so Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, I'm not, I'm not being a complete hater or anything. It's just, it, it was yeah. just, they yeah. built it up, I think, with all these Night City yeah, wire. Yeah sort yeah. of videos that they yeah. brought out yeah. and yeah. Yeah. yeah and it looked like this amazing world and then it came out and it was just like a sort of bog standard get like open world and it was just like yeah, oh, yeah. okay my I I
3: standards this, are 193 much 193 lower dogs, than all of you though yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> <sighs> well i
2: think mean, like i say i think the open world's more alive now with more npcs yeah. on there and it's a lot well, more you know
3: I'll see how you get on with it. it again. Because
1: I'll go back. I will go back when they release the last <laughs> update for it, and I will go back into it and be like, right, yeah. this is this this is all they're doing, right? I'm going to go it's back in, finished, and yeah, see, because yeah. I still feel like I'll go in and I'll still, you know, <laughs> have this feeling. So. I
2: think I think the problem is when you get to a certain point in the game anyway, because the way the story is structured. I think you already know whether you like it or don't like it. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, yeah. I loved, like I say, I loved that cyberpunk world. I loved the actual, but then there's stuff coming up from world that sort of disappointed I me. Mean, like am so you, excited for it, Jamie. That's the game from, I don't know. Ben really
0: was, ben, like, I don't think Ben's bought a game brand new since. I haven't. Yeah. But, well, that's why you, know. you, no.
1: that's why you don't pre order games. I don't pre order games.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Even Kirby's not going to be a fucking no. fucking cyberpunk. Not fucking gonna... work. <laughs> How do you know? Hmm? Kirby looks amazing. How do you yeah. know? Oh, he hasn't got microtransactions. In... Hmm? <laughs> Micro. <Michael laughs> <Kirby. laughs> what are you fucking costumes for, Kirby? Yeah. I'll buy them. Hmm. I'll do it. But
1: you fucking will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, then. And to finish up, I guess yeah. my song. I just Avril Lavigne also released a new album last month, but she's not alive, and it was. Yeah, obviously it's Avril impostor. imposter. Right. I mean we don't yeah, we all we all know yeah. that but she's finally kind of gotten down that that, that real Avril Levine sound that Avril used to have when she was oh, alive.
2: Wait, stop 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 <laughs> Is she is she still married to Derek Ribley or Chad Kroger? Which one is no, she no, married this, to? This, this
0: album is about her breakup oh, no. with Chad. With Chad. Oh. So this oh. this is this is about her breakup with Chad, which is why it's called Love Sucks. Oh her imposter you know, oh, o- o- obviously yeah. when you listen to it you can really hear fake avril's anguish yeah <laughs> at, at Chad, at Chad <laughs> uh, and obviously he's the only one that really knows you know he'll know, the, perfect, the, perfect, yeah, he'll the know. Yeah. his next album will be all about you know fake, fake avril F- yeah, fake yeah. Averill, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'll be the name of the album fake- she, That's the album she's title. Dead.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Nickel, Nickelback. It's all true. Avril <laughs> Levine is dead. <laughs> this is the title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's a banger of an album. Really, really old school Avril, kind of like her first album. And it like she's got a song with Mark Hoppus on there. She's got like fucking the song with Machine Gun Kelly is actually pretty good, but that guy can mm-hmm. just. I really, I really dislike that man as a human being. Um, But yeah, it's great. There's not a bad track. I've got to be honest. There's not a bad track on the album. And there's some really like, you know, when Avril did that, had that period where she was like, oh, real Avril's dead. So now fake Avril has to do like the slow songs, the slow kind of more sad Ooh. songs. So she's got those kind of songs on it, but also mm. like proper like skater boy type songs as well. And it just it all comes together birth. in a beautiful package. Well, she's it's obviously gone to vocal birth. training to kind of uh, yeah, emulate sure original Avril. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> she sounds exactly like the real Avril Lavigne.
0: Honestly, yeah. she sounds more like Avril Lavigne than Avril Lavigne has sounded in a long time. You know, Do you reckon it's a new imposter? I mean, they might have replaced Maybe the fake Avril Lavigne Avril. is dead now. Yeah, they've both died. They've and there's both a died.
1: new fake, fake Avril. Lavigne.
0: Third Avril. Jesus. Walking around, oh my god! I like how Sam you is know, just kind of sitting sit there, like these yeah. guys are fucking
3: idiots. <laughs>
4: yeah. I'm, no, I'm. I just realised I had interrupted you, and I'm sorry. I was just thinking out loud about <laughs> <laughs> Cyberpunk because I've been wanting to play for like three weeks.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oops! I'm at the door. <laughs> yeah. um, but yes yeah, so, so, um, so my
1: Amazon.
0: my my song for this week. Sorry, Ben, were you going to say something? I said Amazon. Oh, it is Amazon. Um. Yeah, my, my song for the for the month. Um, I'm not going to choose one of the Rocky songs, actually. I'm going to choose my favourite song from the album. It's called Avalanche by Avril Lavigne. Oh, she's missed an opportunity
1: there. She should have called it Avril Lav- Lavanche.
0: Avrilanche! <laughs> Avril
2: Lavanche.
0: That would have been brilliant. Hold on, I've just got to check someone's answer in the door. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, man. Have they got me parcel?
2: <laughs> what a moment that's it we're gonna get are we gonna get fake will back now
1: maybe this is the 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 the, the fake will imposter that's now gonna take over. maybe yeah let's just see yeah
2: Yeah, shall we see that let's see no i didn't order a pizza today
0: Uh, House. yeah uh what i think you'll enjoy the
1: most he sounds different that's definitely fun.
0: yeah. He well, does. I don't. Yeah. I've been replaced. That's I've not the Can we have
2: Will
1: back, please?
2: <laughs> this yeah, is not I, the I, real
0: one. I think you'll enjoy the way that Avril says the word avalanche quite a lot because Av- it's a weird mixture of uh, Avril- Canadian Avril- and Avril-
1: kind of British. Avril, Av, avalanche, Av- avalanche,
4: avalanche,
1: Avril- 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 avalanche.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's the name yeah. for the podcast, sorted,
0: isn't it? Avril- uh, bingo. <laughs> It's bingo, yeah. Yeah, yeah bingo. <laughs> and there we go. Those are our media memoirs for this time. Wow. For this time. Sounds like that was hard work for you. Oof. It was. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, to the. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the playlists on uh, Apple Music or Spotify. If you'd like to listen to every new song that we choose, and we will see you in a couple of months' time.